0: Year. It's not the new year yet, <laughs> It's it, It's not 2023. Merry Kwanzaa. A happy... A happy soul, anime. Soul happy spin. anime. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt, a.k.a. Legion X, and welcome to our year, to the end of year awards here on The Gap. With me, I have my co-host Shane, a.k.a. the beautiful one, who still believes that it's somehow the new year, even though it's very clearly not. Let's give it up for
1: Matt, everyone. Our gracious host, really, really, you know, just making sure we get there. Make sure the ship doesn't explode. I'm trying, I'm
0: trying my best to not kill myself um, on a daily basis. Ripping Sudoku. I am, we got another year. I have clinical depression,
2: uh, I have osteoporosis.
0: <laughs> uh, with me, I have my co host, Spencer. How are you doing today, Spencer?
2: It's always a good time when the boys are in, am I right? It is. Once again this is in person in my house. Um and last year's was too, right? Yes. Yeah, last year's was yeah, in my house as well. It was only the first year of COVID that Fuck COVID. Fuck COVID. So uh yeah, no. it's an
0: automatic demonetization.
2: Fuck <laughs> Well it's not like we it's not like we run ads or anything. Yeah, we don't run ads in this. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, no, it's 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 good to have the bo- the boys in and uh Yeah, and they can watch me do shit like this.
0: Oh, <laughs> With me, I have my co-host Josh. How are you doing today, Josh? Fuck Ooh. bitches get money. Fuck bitches get money? I'm doing
1: good. <laughs> Was that yours? Yes. I am oh, well, playing well, Magic
0: Tea well. Gathering right now. Magic, Can you tea believe ga- this shit? He's playing Magic the Gathering
3: by himself. Go fish. Old Maid. Nice. <laughs> shit, I got a royal flush. Pay the
1: man. Wow!
3: I'm doing good. I'm ready to talk about anime for like thirty seconds. Cause, ready to roll. You know, I'm so fucking good at articulating myself and speaking about how I feel about things. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, we have a. Uh, are they? Get- oh they escaped. That's crazy. I have. I have a- okay. So. Uh, so what are we doing, Matt? What are we doing here? Okay, so we are here to celebrate the year in anime. We are here. To se- we are here to talk actually, about actually, actually, anime. As a whole, we're here to talk about the uh, the good, the bad, the maybe, the ugly, the good, the, the, the okay, the okay, everything in between. Uh, and Selve, we have our annual year-end awards that we give out every single time. Uh, so before we get into those, obviously, let's talk. Well, I want to talk about the year as a whole, as nah, because we're coming to an end of it. Uh, how did everyone feel anime-wise this year? How do you feel? Uh, it was mid. How was it? Do you really think it was you mid? You really think it was mid? Mid? No, it was an amazing year. <laughs>
3: it was... A, this. Listen, man. 2021 was shit. 2022, 2020 was shit. 2019
0: was actually pretty good.
3: Yeah, this year, had Mob Psycho.
0: This year... Was fucking amazing. Why? Why know why? Because it had Mob Psycho. It had fucking Mob Psycho. But, but, so, so I think the real answer is if it has Mob Psycho, it is a goated, it's a goated year. It's for a goaded year. Yeah. Goated year for anime. But not only that, but I think that this year was a strong year for anime across the board. I think the, across the board. Uh, particularly, it ended very strong. Oh yeah, we uh, had some really good hentai come out. Honestly, Ten Out of Ten. And false. And with now. that, we will see you <laughs> next time. And on the and on the. And fall season, fall season in particular was great, because they ended up feasting us at the end of the Chainsaw we Man. Not just Chainsaw, Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. My Hero.
1: Bleach. Uh, uh, Immoral Guild. Sure, if you want to go there. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Bochi. Mob. DIY. <laughs> oh, keep a Maid War. Gundam. Gundam, yeah.
3: Watch Mercury. Mercury. Like, it, there was so much this year. brother sh- I'm Stuck, Part 8. Why are there eight parts?
1: Do. How many times can someone get stuck in a washing machine? Uh, you know what? It's, it's not it's always the washing machine. It, no,
3: it's different brands. It's different brands that get stuck. In oh, so it's fucking Chinese brands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me, this is just this is just
1: continuing the meta that I hate Chinese people.
2: This is continuing the meta that... and sh- loving families. Taiwan is yeah. a country and loving families. <laughs> we have just gotten banned in <laughs> the country of China. That's a title I've ever heard. One. Yeah,
0: but uh, if. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we have so, but yeah, I think this season year was really good so best season i think in agreements fall 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 i, I like Absolutely. i don't think like i didn't i'm not gonna I, I think everyone has that agreement <laughs> summer but, but when it yeah so for the worst <laughs> for the weakest season what is the weakest summer summer summer, summer? fall yeah, i was gonna say probably summer summer was a heap. Well, summer wasn't bad. Let's clarify
3: that. Summer was just a summer vacation for everyone making anime. Summer had good shows. It had Like Horse Recoil. Mm-hmm. It had Devil as a Part Timer.
0: Call of the Call, of
1: the, call night. of the Night. Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Uh, but it also had the girl, right? Loose Fur and the Biscuit Hammer.
0: Don't yeah.
1: Thanks. Loose the mid and the mid biscuit
2: hammer.
0: <laughs> and it had a bunch of other shit and it was also kind of just kind of a dead season there was not a lot it was it had made in the best too Um, yes it just wasn't it was not a lot airing that season it was actually kind of a light season as well just in terms of the stuff that it had rent a girlfriend yeah how do you feel about that Josh it had Rent-A-Girlfriend. Rent-A-Girlfriend. <laughs> it had Rent-A-Girlfriend. <laughs> it had rent-a-girlfriend. <laughs> it had rent-a-girlfriend. Uh, but I think overall, I think overall this was a good year. I, it's going to be hard to top it for next year. I know that winter is looking really good, but even then, I it's going to be... Winter hunting. is looking cracked. Uh, but it's going to be hard to top it next year. It's going to be really hard overall, um, and I'm really curious to see. Well, you know what we have? Fucking
3: the greatest isekai coming out next year, so I think we're good on that.
2: Oh, season two of
0: Ashoka Tensei. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, season season two. Really? Above ReZero, huh? I mean, oh, yeah, really? Above ReZero? Yeah. I was gonna say. Did you
1: forget ReZero existed?
0: (sighs) I think he did. Arada, the second best... And he forgot ReZero, He actually forgot Rezero existed.
3: Okay, we have an amazing East Sky coming out. Okay, you know yes. what? We're happy. He legitimately forgot about Rezero. That's like your favorite Re-Zero. show, dude. <laughs> well, actually, no. Well, it's, it's your camp. camp. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah like, like, yes, but that's I know. like his
0: second favorite show. Um. Anyways, but uh, but yeah, but now and then we talked about the year as a whole. let let's jump right into what we all. We all want to hear well, it. Well, everyone's here for the, the Fucking the, awards. The actual awards themselves. Okay, so we are making a little bit of an amendment this year um, because Shane wants this to be more concise than prior years. Commenced. Okay, listen, if anyone has been
1: following the channel, you know the year end awards are ungodly fucking long. Like the last few years have been four and a half pushing five hours. We I don't am- want to repeat of that shit. So we're putting a new system in place to hopefully keep things more brief and you know keep the pacing brisk. Hopefully,
0: hopefully, hopefully, we'll figure. It's, so I'm calling it the the shame timer. Uh, the oh. sh- <laughs> you should. Yeah. St- You're getting shamed, buddy. How going you I was should- say? Maybe
2: you should keep the the, the making of names to me. Instead of, <laughs> but okay, no,
0: no, because no, no, because what it is because what it is is we get, we have a timer set up to around a minute. Like men that have like ninety seconds max. Ninety seconds per award. Ninety seconds max. If you go over that timer, I will you, shoot you. For legal reasons, he's joking. Fully, for, for, this is a joke for legal purposes. Uh, but, uh, but what we'll do is you'll, you'll get that's how the, how much you get. If you're in the middle of a thought at finish the ninety thought. second thought, finish that. Well. Thought. uh... Rip, I guess. Wow, um, uh, I rip. would at least let people finish. No, I'll not. let people finish. I'll let people finish. If you know, I'll let people, I'll let people finish. However, try to keep it concise. I'm yeah. um, more than likely we should be able to follow this. This shouldn't be an issue. Sub, sub, sub three, sub three, baby, three, sub three, sub three. We'll figure it out. I don't know. Sub um, three. All right, I say. Uh let's, let's just, jump right, let's let's just jump right on. in. Let's just jump right in into the awards. Like wars. prior years, this will be completely randomized. Hello there. So let me just take the list and put them into the
2: Master Kenobi. Uh, Master Kenobi.
0: Um but uh, let's Good, put
2: Anakin. Good. This is what I meant. Now kill him. him. Kill him, do
0: him do now. Right. Let me just put this. in. Unlimited power.
3: <laughs> Hang on, I got a burp. I'm successfully mortified. No I am no mortified. All right. Rick All
0: right. Rick mortified. All right, Brick and Morty. Brick and mortified. All right, everyone got their awards out? Everyone yep. ready yep. to go? Yeah. This is going to be completely randomized, with the exception of best and worst, which are last two of the of year, course. which Tradition. are traditions. The last that we we'll, that we cover, like every. Like, every year. So, are we all ready to go? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've never started with one of these. Oh, Jesus. But, um, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. So, let's start with one of our genre awards. Okay. Uh, with the show that made us laugh the most this year. This is best comedy series. I think we, we know this is going to be a pretty
3: clean sweep. Ooh, you no, don't you know, do.
1: know
0: that buddy You don't
1: know that You know what
3: I'll start things off then Okay Josh, 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 what's, your Josh. Comedy what's, your, the what's your comedy of the year Kaguya Sama Love is War Of course you got a minute go uh, Yeah the show is fucking hilarious I mean, Listen it's season 3 We've talked about this how many fucking times before I don't need to repeat myself The cast is hilarious the comedy is mean spirited But funny at the same time the characters are all absolutely wonderfully written. The dub adds incredible layers of comedy because Ian Sinclair as a fucking narrator just sends it out and Best narrator. Mm-hmm. Amazing narrator. He does an amazing job. It's just the comedy timing is perfect. and It's an amazing comedy show. The end.
2: All right. Roll set. Okay. Uh, Spencer, what's your comedy of the year? You, uh, it's, isn't it obvious? the second season of Pop Team Epic. Oh, I figured it right. You got a minute so to talk about Pop Team. Go. So, Pop Team is something that cannot be accurately described in its surrealness. Um, Pop Team is a collection of manic thoughts put into animation in which you get some of the legends of voice acting to come together only to make skits about um, how funny it is to play Fortnite. Um, yeah. Last episode, we we had Kazuma Kiryu and Goro Majima um, ta- doing the Fortnite default dance, mm-hmm. and also tickling each other, and also talking about how you should buy the Yakuza games. Which you should. Pop, yes. <laughs> pop Team is, is what I love, because it is pure, surreal nonsense. There's no story, there's no... Everything is a non-sequitur. They do so much with different types of genres, like... like the whole, like th- they did an entire episode that was just Hellshake Yano. Um and That's my one. it's really, really funny because it makes zero sense. Great timing there, thank yeah, you. Yeah, he ended time. perfectly.
0: That was wonderful. Shane, what's your pick for comedy?
1: I area? think actually you and I might be on the same wavelength here. My pick for best comedy Bochi. the Rod. Bochi the fucking This rock. is my pick as well. Okay, because I'll, I'll do my minute first. Yeah. So, what stood out to me about Bochi the most in terms of its comedy is the fact that most of it is based around Bochi's social awkwardness. And as a comedy series and as someone who has experienced social anxiety pretty much his entire life, comedy's spot on. Like... There are so many situations, social situations, out-in-public situations that Bochy gets into that she completely freezes in, and every reaction is completely different, and they always fucking hit the home run on the comedic timing. Those bits are always hilarious, and they're always different in that variety, and the way that it's portrayed is (laughs) surprisingly realistic for someone who has social anxiety. It's... comedy in that show is just...
0: Uh, but, okay. The, the, the reason why I... Th- I knew it was going to be my comedy year when Hand Puppet showed up. Yeah. Um, uh, because <laughs> uh, the, the thing about Bochi is the reason why I love... The reason like, the comedy works so well is the fact that it's so varied. It's not just the same joke over and over again where it's oh Bochi can't talk to people uh oh um it's actually really dynamic in the way it tells its jokes because every character has their own quirks Mm -hmm. outside of that um that make them funny and there's a lot of really witty dialogue and a lot of really strong character humor um even outside the awkward situation it's a very uh it's 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 a shockingly like um like, low-key series mm-hmm. as well, which is comedy, which I really appreciate as well. And, like, but at the same time, it also has a joke, has a, it's a joke where, like, she hides in a box for an entire concert, and it's really funny. So. That, that fucking rules. I, that whole <laughs> bit with the box is great. <laughs> that, that, it's a great, great bit. But, yeah, uh, let's move on to our next award, which is yet another genre award. Holy shit. Damn. Let's talk about the exact opposite of comedy. Well, not the exact opposite of comedy, but kind of far from it. Best science fiction show. Best sci-fi show. Uh, so, Spencer, do you want to kick this off? What's yeah, your no, best no. What's your best sci-fi of the year? So,
2: my best sci-fi is science, technically, and it is fiction, definitely. My best fantasy, sorry, my best sci-fi, like... Never mind. Sci-fi. Sci-fi, my bad. Sci-fi, I, I, I don't have to argue. Uh, it's Mobile Suit Gundam, The Wish of Mercury. Um, by <laughs> okay. Studio This, you got a, you got a minute. Not, yeah, this is no. So, what can I say about Gundam aside from it is a series that I have single-handedly fallen in love with and will not shut up to people about because it's that good. And this, my, my friends, is just Utena, but as a Gundam show. There are Gundam duels, there is intense business economics that are s- based in legitimate economics, like it's real business. Um, there could be the souls of dead children inside of a Gundam. Uh, there's gay people. Yep. There's, Lots of lesbians. There's clones. Um, th- the animation dips in places, but it's nice to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, music rules. And it's just Gundam to- for a new audience. And I love every second of it.
4: Alright,
3: hey, Josh. Excellent. So, I can actually, for once, because last year, if I remember correctly, I actually wasn't able to choose sci-fi of the year. Yeah, you kind of did an ass pull with sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't watch any. However, yeah. this year, I did watch a sci-fi one that's actually very near and dear to my heart. It's Day to Live, season okay. four. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. that came back this year. All right. Yeah. Go
3: for it. So, Day to Live is a really cool sci-fi series. Uh, seasons one and two don't really dive into that aspect. Seasons three and four really get into it. Season four, especially, is really great. The characters are amazing. It has some of my favorite characters that you might see later on. <coughs> uh, it's really interesting. It deals with time travel, it deals with going to space, it deals with someone mechanizing an army and fighting. It's a good show. It's a really good show. The girls are amazing. The dub, once again, thank you, Josh Greeley. You do an amazing job. It's an amazing show, and if you haven't watched it, honestly, it's getting to season five. Why not watch season one, two, three, and four? <laughs> That's a lot. In the movie, <laughs> just
1: binge all of it. Just but do it. it's
3: it's actually it's a really cool sci-fi show to watch, and it's really enjoyable to watch. I'm happy it came out, and I'm excited for season five.
0: All right, nice, nice, Shane.
3: I think again
1: we're on the same wavelength. Is here. this just gonna be a thing? Now, it, it, it it just might be. My pick for best sci-fi <laughs> cyberpunk. This eduaries. is the, yeah, it's mine too. Like, okay, I'll do my minute. I'm pretty sure anyone who actually watched this show would not argue with this pick. Like, this is hands down the best sci-fi show. I watched it, I haven't finished
3: it, which was the only reason I couldn't choose it. (laughs) But the thing
1: that gets me about Cyberpunk is that A, it makes the game good (laughs) by association, and B, the way it utilizes its sci-fi is really well done because this is a sci-fi world I could see actually being reality. I could see, you know mega corporate capitalist hellscape i can see cybernetic transmutations i can see edge runners as a concept like that makes sense to me it's just the way that it pictures it's sci-fi i could see all of this actually happening if we don't get our shit together as a society um and yeah, I, I think it's easily the best sci-fi show that best utilized the concept of science fiction. And Rebecca, and Rebecca,
0: and Rebecca. But yeah, um one thing the thing I loved about Cyberpunk Headrunners is the perfect it's a perfect balance of what I love in science fiction, which is it uses the real, the medium of science fiction the genre to tell a very socially conscious story and actually comment on mo- stuff that's happening now and and it's not just it's obviously it's stylish it's wicked cool the the direction is sublime and the writing is fantastic but and the care of course the characters are also really great as well but it's really it's Themes and its ideas that are like carry it forward, and it packs a surprising punch. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just, I mean, obviously because they punch people, they but also like them. genuinely, like thematically and narratively, there's an actual like heft to that, and I love. And it's, it's just good shit overall. And the dub is also very well done. Dub fucking rules dude. dub is really David fantastic. my man. What's David. going
1: on? Yeah, and really fucking Zach Aguilar and Emmy Lowe as uh David and Lucy respectively fucking kill yeah.
0: So let's talk um so let's move on from genre stuff for a little bit and move on to actual plot stuff cuz sometimes Ooh. there'll be plot. What we call swerve cities. Oh let's boy, stop,
1: really? Let's talk
0: about best plot twists. Holy shit!
1: The third award is plot twist. What the hell? Yeah, this. I mean, last year we started with directing. That is, yeah. a, that <laughs> is, that true. is true. So,
3: all right. Who wants to go first? All really right. right, fuck it. That's let's it. go, Josh. First. Right, you know a, what? Remember how I said you're gonna see Data Live, Data Live show up and a couple other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have a plot twist. They had a really great plot twist that they allude to but they really don't get into it until the last episode. So in the, final arc, in the final arc of season four, it's focused around best girl, Kurumi. I love her. My heart goes out to her. Uh, but sh- the main character, Shido, interacts with her, and the show almost seems to glitch for a second. And for some reason, he keeps on thinking something's off until the 12th episode where he finds out he has died and had himself beheaded 48 times. He has died 48 times, and every single time... Kermie has come back and brought him back to life or saved him and traveled back through time to save him. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it makes sense. Cause the first time it showed a, the show glitching was when the first time he died mm-hmm. and then everything seemed off from then. And I was like, Holy fuck, that's science fiction right there. That's actually wicked. Cool. That is actually that's wicked. Wicked. S- Day- Listen, data live season four really just packed a punch. And it blew my fucking mind. All right,
2: Spencer. Okay. What's your plot twist of the year? Uh, I've titled this one, The Hero is Fucking Killed. The Executioner and Her Way of Life, Episode 1. This was my runner-up. <laughs> yeah, this was on my list. Go. Um, okay, so, uh, so, Executioner starts off like any other isekai. You know, boy gets summoned, has, has no powers, and we're supposed to feel sorry for him and then the, this hot chick comes by and it's like hi i'm a priestess i can help you out let's go to the church blah, blah 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 okay and then um then the the boy is like oh i i have this hot chick i'm going to find out you know i'm going to go on great adventures uh, and then he he activates this like this like little power and it's like wow i can finally and then he's murdered he is <laughs> oh. stabbed with a he is straight, straight up gapped. Gapped. with a knife <laughs> And it's like, oh, the entire point of this girl and her order is to stop the people that are isekai would into this world because they are causing issues. This guy's power was the power of nothingness or the void, and he <laughs> awoke in that, so he has to be taken out before the world ends. <sighs>
1: hmm. f 2 continues a great show. Go check it out. Also, right on time. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you're, you're really adapting. I'm, exactly. I know. I'm right, proud of you. He, he's like, right you. You adapt,
0: you.
2: overcome... <laughs> Adapt. Come. Overcome. Come. Improv- improvise. If I want your body, I'll fuck it. <laughs> Anyways, you two. What's
1: Shane, your... what's your pick? So, uh, Josh, Spencer, so sorry in advance. Oh, this is a spoiler? spoiler for Mob? Spoiler for Mob. Oh, yeah, I've already already... I know which I've one. I've already this. read the manga, so... <laughs> Okay, I fair haven't. enough. I haven't. So well, sorry for one. you then. That's fine. Um, my plot twist of the year is episode 9 of Mob Psycho. Mob fucking dies. Mob
0: gets hit by a car. Okay, so,
1: the entire episode is leading up to Mob asking Tsubomi out, because it turns out Subomi is moving away, and, you know, he hasn't had the courage to ask her out, so he's finally going to do it. The entire episode is people building him up to finally ask her out. They set up a date, meet in the park, he grabs a bouquet of flowers, he's on his way. All of a sudden, as he's crossing the street, a little boy crosses in front of him, And is about to be hit by a car. He doesn't have time to react with his powers. He jumps out in front of the kid. Wham! The episode ends with Mob laying in the middle of the street in a pool of blood. And the reason it's my plot twist of the year is because much like last season, if you remember, with uh, his house burning down and his family supposedly being killed, literally nothing alludes to it up until that point. Like, the entire episode is just... Merry go lucky really uplifting, and then it crashes to the ground. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. I was right on time. Anyway.
0: <laughs> right. uh, my pick goes to... Uh, my pick... This is, I just wanted an excuse to talk about this show because it's... Because I wanted... Like, I like, really love this show. But my plot twist is... I did have a title as Happy Birthday from Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. Mm. Uh, this is going to need some context, this so is. I will okay. describe I, it a little bit. I'll give you a minute 30. Yeah, i, I it's going to need some context. Okay. So, Go. in Mobile Suit Gun and the Witch from Mercury, what, uh, there, it? oh, yeah. There, there is a, imp, we find out around episode 4 or 5, like halfway through the first core, that, uh, that... When these people come of age, when, they're, when, when the people at the school come of age, they are taken away. For what? Oh, boy. We don't know why, but the implication is that the Gundam that we see in the show, the Gundam Ariel, is filled with the souls of the dead children used to make them. And if you know anything about, ca- and if you know its critique of capitalism and corporatism, it's very ki- It's very obvious where this is what this is about. It's about exploitation and shit. Uh, but the- how this is done is that they take a character that had been in the spotlight for like at least four episodes at this point, and they just. He's just gone now. He disappears. <laughs> he just gets a symbol because it's his birthday. It's his happy birthday. Happy oh, birthday. Boy. Mm. Yeah, and mm. it's excellent. It's actually super fucked, and it's like one of. The, it's the first sign. Like, it's the first sign that it's. It's also a great twist because up to this point, it, this has been kind of like a happy-go-lucky Gundam show, and then this is the time where it's like, oh yeah, no, this is a this is Gundam. This is, this is Gundam. <laughs> yeah, there but, is no joy. There is no joy, but yeah. Um, Gundam is, uh, fucked. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy
1: birthday. Also, might I add, congrats to all of you for sticking within the time. I'm trying, trying.
0: my best. You're, you're all doing great. I'm going to fail at some point. Oh, I
2: can't wait, by the way, for the second part of Chainsaw Man to talk about Snowball Fight. Yeah, You're not ready, Josh. I'm
0: sorry. Um, So let's go back to let's go back to genre awards. Let's just get them all out of the way. Um, (laughs) The opposite of sci-fi. Let's go to best fantasy series. Spencer, what is your favorite fantasy show? This was
2: the one I was thinking of initially. um, And my okay, never mind. We're good. Uh, So I, I to me, this is technically fantasy. Okay.
0: Oh, you have to justify this. (laughs) I
2: had to justify this a little bit. So my best fantasy is Sabu Bisco by Studio Oz.
1: Interesting, because I technically saw that more as sci-fi. It's said in the future,
2: that's the thing. Yeah. It's a,
0: it's a post-apocalyptic it's a post- Mad Max but, thing. But, okay, I'll,
2: I'll okay, give okay, you okay, time. You know what? Let's talk about Go. Okay, so, the the reason why I consider this more of a fantasy compared to a sci-fi is strictly because of the concept of, like, mushroom magic. Oh, like, fair enough, Like, yeah. like... Like, yeah, it, it's kind of given, like, a scientific, like, like hand wave, but it's just magic. Why... Th- there is no reason why, when you fire an, an arrow, it, they don't show the, that they're covered in anything, or that they're tipped, except for, like, at the end with the poison arrow, that, that, that this arrow is is um is covered in anything. So it's just magic. However, as a fantasy, bisco just rules, mm-hmm. uh, great characters, great art, great story. Um, all in all, it's a fantasy, but a more realistic fantasy, a more grounded fantasy. It,
1: it does a lot with the mushroom concept too. So yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but yeah. uh, Salvador Bisco, if you haven't
3: checked it out, check it out. Right. All right, Josh.
1: Fantasy of the year.
3: This one is obviously easily a fantasy. Overlord season four. Fair enough. Go. Uh, yeah. It's Overlord. What do I have to say except it's got some of the. Best characters, season four especially, was literally just a political takeover. I as decided, you know what? I want my own country. So we invaded the country, killed everyone, and said, you know what? I'm going to kill the king. This is my country now. And what we did after that, I want to make political relations with this country. So we went to that country, killed their king, and said, I'm going to make political relations with this country. <laughs> and I killed their king. <laughs> and he killed their king. No, it's... The animation was great, the music was amazing. The, rule, dude. Everything about Overlord is amazing. If you haven't watched it and you want one of the another one of the best Isekai is one of the big four. Overlord is absolutely the way to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Shane. What's your pick for fantasy? My
1: pick for best fantasy. Demon Slayer baby. Oh no. Demon care. Slayer. It's Demon Slayer. Boom. Done. <laughs> there you go. There's my time. Oh, wow, that's
2: easy. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's, just it's just Demon Slayer. It's just Demon Slayer. I Demon
1: also Slayer. realized I haven't watched a
2: lot of purely fantasy shows this year. So it was Demon Slayer was the, Demon was Slayer the was Slayer was easy Demon pick. Demon Slayer like because
0: that. there's he big sword fight go boom. Dude, together. the yes. entertainment
2: arc. It's God's really good. Fade. It's really good. Yeah.
0: Anyway, what's your pick for best fantasy, Um, uh, It's one of my favorite shows of the year, and uh, no one else watches it. Um, and that is my favorite fantasy show of the year was Made in Abyss. Yeah. The Golden City... It's watching Sun, go for uh, it if you haven't seen made in the best i'm not gonna go too much into it because this is a second season and a sequel and it falls on events of like a season and a movie of material but the most you need to know is that made in the best is the kind of fantasy i love a distinct unique world um a, f- a bunch of weird creatures and it's really fucked um it's insanely fucked and i love fucked fantasy attack on titan berserk that kind of shit i've always been a fan of like the weirder darker fantasy stuff made in the best is as dark as you can get it's almost a horror show honestly um but yeah if you haven't watched made in the best what the fuck are you doing go watch it it's one of the best shows out right now and it's fantastic
1: are we covering made in the best next year
0: I, Probably. Think, I think. can't remember. I'll
1: double check after yes. this. We're not?
0: Fuck.
4: <clears throat>
1: shit. Anyway, next award, Matt. All right, let me just go and uh, get the shit four awards deep. Half an hour in. We're Half doing great hour. time. We, we are doing, We're doing absolutely
0: amazing. brilliant time. And we are, once again, another genre Just get award. them My out of the God. way. God. Just, getting just them get out. them all out. Just getting Who them cares? out of the way. Fuck them. With best drama series. Okay. So what was your pick for drama? Oh, you're
1: starting with me. Okay. My pick for best drama, and it really became apparent throughout the course of the season and why this show is one of my favorites of all time, my pick is Mob Psycho. For drama? For drama. Oh, you gave him the prestige award. I gave it the prestige award, and here's why. Especially this season, it's really all about the character drama. When it comes to Mob's relationship with Reagan. Uh, all of the Karada stuff around episode 7 and 8. Uh, the stuff in the later part of the season involving Mob and Sue There's just so many great character moments for drama. I think the big point is Mob Dimple. The Mob Dimple stuff, it really shows Mob's drama chops. And how yeah. these characters started off as enemies. And then came together. And then... Their relationship just sorta of twisted to the point of no return, but they still manage to come back. It's should the the stuff Mob Psycho does with its characters and the drama that comes from that is
3: just Shep's mm-hmm. kiss. Oh yeah. Chef's kiss. Right. Josh <laughs> <clears throat> My favorite drama series is. I didn't watch any drama series this year.
0: Can you justify anything? I can't. He can't justify he, why do we invite him is he going non-applicable I <laughs> genuinely cannot he it is, is gone you're not,
1: saying you're saying that none of the shows you watched this year have any drama elements whatsoever
3: he only watched comedy I think he, he watched, watched silly shows, shows I, but. I could not justify what I watched I went through everything I watched this season on Mal none of it had drama
2: there was not a lot of dramas this year to begin with not
0: a lot of straight dramas no, no, no. and I could not Just justify things.
3: anything that I did watch ergo
2: not applicable. All okay. right, spenny Oh, best drama. Uh, so best drama for me is real simple. It is a uh, like chorus Recoil, Studio A One. Ooh, this was also this, on my this list. was
0: on my list. I didn't. I consider it more of an action show. So I.
2: I consider yeah. it more of like a. Actually, I'll explain that if you want. It's to definitely question. an right. action show. All right, one minute. Go. So while this is definitely action, 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 it is also a political thriller. <laughs> um it is a drama a political drama a a almost like a espionage kind of spy drama yeah yeah. um uh what's there not to love you got cute girls uh murdering people in cold blood to, to to keep the peace in in a fragile japan um you guys all know how how much I love that that concept of morality. I mean, look at Psychopaths. That quickly became one of my favorites. But Babylon, Babylon. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I, I love that concept. This was done really well. The villain, the twist villain at the end. Um, the whole concept of like I'm not gonna take anybody's life because a life was given to me or somebody gave you know my life to me um, was very dramatic. And then the twists and turns and. The just everything really fit and meshed into a dramatic pie. Excellent. Also, good argument for why Chisato
1: was in my running for best female character of the year. I love what they did with Chisato.
0: Chisato's entire arc—I'll talk about it more later. But like the arc is uh, <laughs> way to give it away. Man. No, I, no, 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 no. Uh, But like the arc is. her arc is um All right. What's best drama? man? My best drama was a show that I did, was, is one of my favorite. Again, one of my favorite shows. Continuing shows that i aired really late this season so a lot of people didn't watch it unfortunately but it's 2 your eternity
2: oh, yeah. um
0: i uh i almost gave this drama last year um uh, because it was really good um but i think this season really highlights what i love about the show which is it's able to take these really like this these really dramatic and heavy scenarios and put a really empathetic spin on it's a really empathetic show it's very sensitive show it understands these emotions and it understands what these characters are going through and even though you're following an unknown character that seems hard to relate to on a surface because he's immortal you find you quickly find out that he's like the he he's the perfect vessel for these themes because you, you are learning it through him and because of that, it makes the drama all the more impactful. And this and the it, it's a fantasy show, yeah, technically, but like, there's not a lot of action in it. It's a very slow show, and I love that. And I love those slow paced dramas. So uh, it's a great it's a great show. It's like one of the best of the year. We only have two drama, genre awards left. Yeah, here, so. but we're not doing those because let's move on to some music. Oh, let's talk about that the song oh. that ends the show. Let's ED, talk about best ED, ED of the year. ED's nuts. These ones are always very fucking hard because there's a lot of to choose from every yeah. year and this year was it was no different. We had 12 we had fucking and nine Chainsaw Man openings to choose from as well. Uh, so Josh, what is your favorite f- which Chainsaw Man ED is
3: your
1: favorite <laughs> best
0: ED of the so year? Best Chainsaw Man ED look, of the year. I was
3: torn between one Chainsaw Man ending, <laughs> one Spy Family ending, and Call of the Night. So, Call of the Night's ending... The animation is cool. The song is a banger, but it's not worthy. Spy Family. The second ending is really fucking amazing. The animation is amazing. But then fucking Chainsaw Man with ending six... Fucking rendezvous by Canaria comes in and slaps me in the dick with its fucking amazing animation, and I fucking love it. It is a banger of a song. The animation is absolutely badass. I love the spiraling staircase with the photos falling down. I love Denji jumping in the fucking mouth like let's fucking go, Denji.
2: It's an amazing ending. He's hyped. He's hired. It's Chainsaw Man. It's Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw so, Man gets All right, Spencer. What's I was, was going to say, Matt. Matt, what's your favorite Chainsaw Man ending? Well, it's... Uh,
0: I didn't choose a Chainsaw Man. I didn't either. So, Spencer, what's oh, your
2: favorite Chainsaw Man ending? My Chainsaw, man, Chainsaw man, man ending is Hawatari Nioko or 200 million centimeter long blades by Maximum the Hormones. Oh! oh let's oh, fucking go. go. 83. Ah, this, um, is,
0: this, is this might be my favorite one because I love Maximum the Hormones. Yes, of So, like, that's obviously... But. So...
2: Allow me to, to paint a picture for you, your mind's eye. So, Maximum the Hormone is the system of a down of Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This super hardcore, and they start off really slow and grumbly with this demon, or is it a devil? What is it? And then it cuts in with this, with the drummer, who's a female, you know, singing, and it's just this picture of Makima in this angel's dress. She is a halo, and then Denji's crawling up to her. And then it goes full hardcore again. It paints a beautiful picture. The song is incredible. It rules. I'm hoping that we're going to get a full full version instead of just the TV we, we will. minute minute thirty. But um, any excuse to see Maxim the Hormone do music, uh, I'm going to take. They don't that. do it.
0: They don't do a lot of. They anime. They don't do a
2: lot of anime. They do a lot of regular uh, things. But holy shit. Yeah. All right, Shane, what's your pick? I don't know if we have the same one, but I, I hope that we
1: do. Or um, my pick for Best E.D. <laughs> is My nonfiction from Kagi Episode 5. Uh, this
0: was my runner-up. It's not damn. my pick, but the rap,
1: it's the rap E.D. It's the rap E.D. It goes so fucking hard. First off, Song's a bop. <laughs> Song fucking rules, and it's done by the actual Seiyu's, which makes it even better. Very true. Um... The dance choreography on display is literally insane. Insane movie person shit.
0: shit. Li- movie quality shit. Like,
1: especially when my boy Ishigami starts fucking breakdancing. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> it's just, they did not have to go hard that hard on an ED that literally exists for one episode and never shows up It's again. like the Chica ED. It's like the Chica dance. Exactly. They have a record of doing this before, and they did it again, and... Man, no other ED really, like, stuck in my head like that one. Though. That was a runner-up. That was a close one.
0: A lot of the times when it goes to music, I usually go with the one that, like, sticks in my head the most, or the one that I'm just kind of like, yes, this is my shit. So my e- uh, e- best ED went to the song that not only did I listen to a lot, <laughs> but also just had some of my favorite animation of the year, and that's Kigeki by Gen Hoshino, the first ED. The spy Family. Nice. Yeah, uh, I, I just, in general, this ED actually does encapsulate what I love about Spy Family in general comedy. as a show. Well, not just the comedy, but the, oh, fa- that's an the family dynamics, The family, family, dynamic, the family yeah, dynamic of Yor and Lloyd and Anya. This weird, weird family that pretends to be a family that pretend to be a family but are a better family than like most that you've met because they actually get along with each other and love each other in a weird way it's got that really amazing kind of l- and the animation is really vibrant it feels like an op i love eds that feel like ops and it feels like an op um and it just it captures your attention right away and it's got some amazing editing I think it has some really fantastic mm-hmm. editing. Yep. That's something that's in general for most of Spy Family. Uh, the editing in that series, regardless, is actually really impressive. But
2: yeah, I love this ED. That is a perfectly looped ED.
0: It is. That's. You know what? That's another yeah. reason why it fucking rules. Uh, speaking of stuff that rules, let's go with the stuff. The bigger one because it opens an episode of Vision. Let's talk about best OP. Your best opening of the year, Spencer. What was your best OP of the year? Well, we
2: might have the same one. It takes three things: it takes hard work, it takes the future, and it takes a very bright star. This is Kickback by Kenshi and Yonezu, the opening to Chainsaw. This is
0: my pick as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it not pick? mine, no, but okay. I, I totally is understand. Is it your pick? No, it, this is my pick as well. Okay, so who so wants to go first? Spencer, so you go first. Okay,
2: so holy shit does MAPPA not miss? Um, this opening starts and ends the most hype shit in existence. There is so much... There's a, a fucking Mickey Mouse clubhouse-ass <laughs> dance. There's references to Sadako versus... Um, oh, who's Kyoko. It, Kyoko. There's references to uh, No Country for All Men. It's just a bunch of pop it's culture references a, yeah. because... Fujimoto's a pop culture nut, and it just works. The song rules, like, e- even without all the references, it rules, but there's so much to it. There's, it's so much that, that uh, the anime pope, Jeff Thu, did a 40 minute What's in an OP just about that opening. It's 40 minutes, there's, it's jam packed. Well, the music the, rules.
1: There, there's so many little details in there, it's easy to get lost also,
2: in
0: everything it does. Power. 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 All right, Matt. Um,. It's my pick because at the end of the year in my Spotify wrapped, it I found out that I listened to it thirty five times in one day once. <laughs> oh so, my God. I know how that feels. And it I was, know that's my most listened to in the song and I was like, Oh, I I guess this is my best OP. I think of the that's year. a sign. Um but the song is just a banger. I think I think this is the rare time in OP where like isn't my favorite visuals of the It's up there with some of my favorite visuals of the year, but it's not my favorite visually. I think my favorite visually might be the second Spy Family opening or a couple of others. But it's the one that wins out because, because the song is such <laughs> Is such a banger. It's 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 hard to go wrong with it, especially when as a film nut, when I see a show reference the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Like Oh, and Jacob's fucking ladder. Anime fans don't even know what a ladder is. Like, why are you why are you assaulting the mic? <laughs> like, I need I need them to understand how good it is. I need them to understand. All right, Josh, what's your OP of the year?
3: We might share the same OP of the year. We did. Do. We don't. We might. We might. I don't know. My opening of the year is the opening to Call of the Night. Nope. Dotten by Creepy Nuts. But this, pair, is oh, this is a very really so good pick.
0: This is really good. So
3: Matt was talking about visuals.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: This opening visually is
1: stunning. You know what? Going back to what you said as a film nut, seeing that scene where they're on set watching the footage today. Absolutely it hits, stunning. It hits. One I, of my
3: yeah. favorite little things is the lyrics to the song are beautifully hidden throughout the entire show. They blend in perfectly. The animation is stunning the nighttime scenery is perfect Don't the worry song about it. itself we'll talk about that later. slaps fucking hard creepy nuts fucking does an amazing job they I love it the whole vibe of the show is perfectly condensed in this opening immaculate vibes it's it's immaculate it's perfect it is genuinely just such an amazing bop and it's a great way to start off one of my favorite shows of the year
4: mm-hmm.
1: Shane, what's your pick for opening? One and only one, baby. It's one by Mob Choir for Mob Psycho. Oh, boy. Oh. Once again, Mob Choir and Bones bring it. Like, especially given how this is the last OP for Mob, they really hit a home run with this one. Mob OPs are always the some of the industry standards for sheer creativity and visuals, and this is no exception. Yep. They're outlandish, they're abstract, and yet they all coalesce into the themes of the show in one way or another, which is frankly impressive because the kaleidoscopic imagery in those visuals, to most people, would probably mean jack shit, but they somehow make it work, and it's Mob Choir, dude. Oh, yeah. I feel like Mob Choir, with their OPs, they keep getting better and better. Because I like... 0.9 over 99 and now i honestly think i like 1 over 0.9 i,
0: I, I don't I, know this how they do, do it my fa- this might be my favorite one too i, know. I don't know how they do it yeah. but they do yeah. and
1: what a way I what a way that. to what a way to send off mob I also forgot because I, I heard
2: it. I forgot there's a fucking Jacob's ladder reference. There,
0: <coughs> there is, yeah. When she's when uh, the uh, angel man, sitting angel on, devil singing on the um on the stairs. Mm-hmm. That's a reference to Jacob's ladder. Also, shout out to my runner up, which was the opening to Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yes, and shout out to that me, was on my list. And too. shout
2: out to my runner up, which was the opening to Golden Kamuy.
0: Oh, okay. You know what? That I was, was gonna
1: say your boy Kongming because it, it it was it was. Between... I'm
0: shocked nobody picked Kongming. It was
1: between Kongming and Ma. Yeah, for because me.
2: there's because when you go through at the end of the year, we'll, we'll take an after a minute of talking about this. But when you go through at the end of the year and you're like, how many good OPs was there? And then you're listening, and you're like, oh, I forgot this OP was yeah. doing.
3: Also, want to give a quick little shout out to Dress Up Darling. Yes. Yep. Just great a this and really also good. fucking Kagi Asama Giri Giri. Yes. 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 And one of my. This favorite... was a great year. Another it. show that keeps and one another one up. And other ones up. that
0: had good ones this year Demon Slayer. Um, Yeah, Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Amor. My Hero Academia my had, Hero. had an yes. excellent one this year. The, the best LP they've had since like, Overlord. Season
2: four. Overlord fucking always. Overlord Hunger, My
0: Do It Yourself. Do It Yourself. Had man. a yes. really good one too. Plus, um,
2: because the you sing it, and that makes it better. Yeah, that makes it better. And Bochi. Bochi had a really good one too. Bleach. Bleaches? Bleaches?
0: Bleach. It's not my... But it also had steep competition because it's not my favorite Bleach opening. And yeah, Bleach openings fair. at their best Oh like the best in the industry. Ah, fair, fair enough. Right. But All let's right. talk about some characters. Oh, character time. With the best female character of the year. A.K.A. the most stacked category of the fucking year because mm. we have a lot of great female characters this year. Kind of
1: insane,
2: actually. Yeah,
0: this is the hard... This was a hard one. So,
2: oh, stacked. Right. I
1: see Spencer highlighting Spencer. Spencer, you start.
2: Sure. So... I normally have kind of an issue when it comes to female characters, not because I, it's hard to find Keep, good female characters. It's because he's sexist. It's because <laughs> I'm, I'm he hates women. I was gonna get to that, Matt. That was gonna be the bit. Um, but no, it's it's just it's it's there isn't a lot of shows that have like female characters that I kind of go, oh, so this is why people are into this, you know, like like good 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 solid female characters. <clears throat> um, this this show in general, which we'll, I'll talk about. But, um, it is Yua
0: Really? (laughs) Do it yourself. Fucking
1: really.
2: (laughs) Voiced by Konami Inagaki. Do it yourself.
1: Alright, you know what? For the character categories, I'll give 130. Yeah. Yeah. So, go ahead.
2: Okay, so, you know how Brunrit talks about the characters in uh, Yuru Camp (laughs) as being, like, adorable little cinnamon rolls? That you just want to protect from the evils of the world. That's Yua. Yua (laughs) Serifu. Yua Serifu is a bundle of sunshine in a dark, twisted world. Okay? (laughs) She is the most pure, like, sunshine baby. Like, genuinely, I have never seen a character. And the show itself also helps because this, I have a feeling, is the exact feeling that you have watching Yuru Camp. Where I just... (laughs) Wanna get into a nice comfy blanket and cozy up with maybe some hot cocoa and you know, enjoy the show and she makes it. All the characters are great in that show, but the, the this klutz, this little clumsy middle schooler who doesn't get the hint that her son best friend is like wants to hang out, but she doesn't she doesn't care. She has a pet pig who wears Kamina glasses. <laughs> And, and and all her family eats her pork products. It's really funny. Yeah, but I mean, she's just so she's just a sweetheart. She cares so much about all of her friends and about this weird do it yourself. And she didn't even ask questions. She's just like, my name sounds like do it yourself. I mean, the show is named after it her. So. so
1: best pun by the way. Ever. Um,
2: <laughs> but she's just a an angel, and I love her.
0: I it, it, I love Yua because I love Yua because like that entire because Yua's is the is a great mean character because she is a character who should not be doing what she is doing. Yes. Never let this woman near a power tool ever. Uh, but they let her near a power tool and of course she hurts herself. Yes. A lot. Insanity ensues. Josh.
1: Okay.
3: Best female character. So you guys are probably thinking I'd either choose Mare and Kitagawa or maybe Nazuna from Close I was the thinking Knight. Nazana. This is the third time the show has gotten this award now. Oh. kurumi Tokisaki from day to live season four all right go for it she is one of my favorite characters in this show because she is so multi-dimensional she starts off in season one as an antagonist <laughs> season two she shows up again and we're unaware of what her motives are season three a little kind of missing in action a little bit of a where is she at right now season four this is her season the second half of season 4 is her season, and then you learn her backstory, you learn her motives, you learn why she does what she does, and you're like, fuck, I love this girl to death. She is someone who had their entire childhood taken away from them, forced to kill millions of people, and is killing millions of people again to try and get enough power to go back in time and stop what happened to her and stop what's happening to everyone else. She is a great character. Very, very well-written. She's adorable as fuck, man. Like, she's gorgeous. I fucking love her. Alexis Tipton voices her in the dub. Amazing job. And season five is literally just her season again. I love her to death.
0: Stain. as you pick for female character?
1: So, it was between two for me. Bochi. Chisato. I'm leaning Bochi. Bochy is my pick as well. Bochi the Rock. Bochi. Hitori
0: Goto is her actual yes. name. Yeah.
1: It really comes down to the relatability factor for me. The fact that she is so goddamn relatable dealing with her social anxiety. But not only that, the development she goes through. It's subtle. It's little by little. But through small increments, as the show progresses, she eventually... It's kind of like a mob situation, honestly, now that I think about it. Like, mob is very much the same way at the start of his show. He's very reserved, very boxed in, doesn't really want to interact with people. And then he slowly starts to embrace his wider emotions and starts to come out of his shell. Bochi does the same thing. And that is just so goddamn relatable, inspirational... And the way they do her arc just makes her easily the
0: best female character I followed this year, hands down. Bochy is my pick because I have always found kind of like the this, like you mentioned, as a kinship I feel with Bochy um, as a character in terms of like the way that she's socially awkward around people and doesn't really know how to interact with people but even just beyond her arc and stuff i think the reason what makes bochi great is the fact that you would she is a lot more three dimensional than simply just hee she can't interact with people funny um she is, she there's a lot of stuff in like like she she has her own like kind of self doubt about herself beyond that and i like the fact that she's she's a little bit is like she like like she's a little bit like Uh, She's like... She's a little bit sarcastic. She's a little bit... Kind of like... uh, She's a... She's she's not entire... She's a... She's she's not entire... She's not super... But she's also like... Not super cynical... About everything. She's also got like... She... 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 she, She's she's a very multifaceted character. And Mm -hmm. I... And that's one of my favorite aspects about her. And one of the things I... And the show really... Helps you... Empathize with her... um, And her situation. Very quick... Very very quickly... And her arc, again, as it goes on, is... And when it reaches, like, episode 8 and 9, where she really owns up to it's, like, some of the best of anime hats to offer this year. Like, it's so good. I still can't believe that she
1: spent three years learning guitar to make friends and still my somehow favorite, didn't make the friends. The best
0: bit ever is when she's just like, I played my favorite song over the radio, and I hope people would, like... Become friends with me because of it, and, the, and, she's and like, then on it's the like PA, metal. yeah, on the PA system at
1: lunchtime, it's like, oh, here's Hitori Hitorigochi's
0: uh, uh, song request. It's like fucking like over the school PA, like death metal. Like it, it, it like it's, I've
2: already seen the the image of her as Yamcha. Yeah, okay. in the that is so one of the funny.
0: So funny. I no straight up, I saw that and I I was wheezing like I like it, like it's the and you want to know what causes that in the show. Um, you want to know what causes that? She gets a, like, her, her, like, a fucking seagull, like, steals her ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. Let's be real. I feel I, the I, same no, way. A, a seagull steals her ice cream, and then they try to steal her. <laughs> I have to watch this show. Comedy <laughs> of the year, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. You <laughs> have to watch this show. No, it's, 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 it's funny. I've described, the way I've described it, you're like, oh, that sounds hilarious. Trust me, it's f- much funnier because when when she because her friends just leave her there too. Yeah, that figures. <laughs> that makes sense. Because trust me, uh, her friends are equally as great characters. By the mm-hmm. way, yeah, yeah. Nichika is like the funniest character you ever meet. Um, but let's talk about male characters. Let's talk about the opposite gender. Spencer, okay, May I go you want first?
1: to go first? Okay. Yes, uh, best mo- male character because second verse same as the first. <laughs> Shigeo Mob Kageyama. This is also my pick. Let's fucking go! Once again on the same wavelength. I'm sorry, Jojo. I didn't mean to
2: disturb you. <laughs> my dog but, is down here in case
1: people don't know. But like I like I said, second verse, same as the first. I gave him best male character in 2019 when season 2 aired. And I'm giving it to him again in 2022. Season 1 was about him coming out of his shell. Season 2 was about him starting to grasp those emotions he'd kept bottled up for so long. Season 3 is him fully embracing them. Mob is such a diverse character now, and it's frankly shocking to see how far he's come from the first season, where he even makes a point of it, like, he's building up the courage to ask out his childhood crush, he's asking people for advice, he's giving people advice on emotional things, and he's like, man... I really am starting to embrace my emotions. Yeah, you are, buddy. You fucking get it, Mob, because you deserve it. And just his emotional journey and how far he's come and how that cultivates in season three, where he expresses things that he literally had not even expressed in the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. I find that rather compelling and honestly
0: really inspires stories. He's I'm very charismatic. charismatic. He's so charismatic now. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing um, um, I just think he, he's a great shonen bodega he's like he's, one, he's maybe the great he, shonen bodega he's one of the best he's one of my favorites now and I really love how he encapsulates everything I love about Ma as a show in one like in one go and this season as you mentioned is like what the, you know what i love about this mob is that if the first like if the first season was him being shy and reserved and the second season was like him learning to like real like kind of embrace his emotions wholeheartedly. i like how this season you get to see some of the like you get to see mob maybe a little bit of an asshole at points mob, I lo- mob gets carried away I love that, though, because it's so realistic, and it's Mob now embracing his emotions. Like, he went for the arc in season two. He's fully embraced his emotions. So this is a completely different Mob. But now, he's just kind of like, uh, oh, I can do whatever I want. I love how, I love how, like, even despite that, he's still, he's such, he's such a realistic character. He feels like, and also he's a middle school character who feels like a fucking kid. Yeah, a yeah. lot of anime he, struggle with this. Like, and, he, he just feels like a normal kid now. No, no, a lot of anime struggle with this. Even though they're set in middle school, they don't feel like middle school kids. They feel like adults written as kids. if mm-hmm. you get what I mean? Like, yeah. these he feels like a kid. Like, I, he feels like like I know that like 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 I how I was as a kid, and I love that. But Spencer. Yes. Who's your best male character of the My year?
2: My best character, voiced by Ryota, Suzuki, and Austin Tindall, is Yuishigami Ishigami. Yep. Yuishigami Yui Ishigami
1: is, is mine as well. Damn, we got similar wavelengths going on here. Mm-hmm. All right, go for it, Spence.
2: Okay, so what is there to say about Yu Ishigami that I haven't said multiple times when he's won this award? Yu Ishigami is a legitimate dude. He is a bro. He is a king. Not, he, this man, bumblefucks his way into possibly dating one of the hottest girls in school. Bro, she's so fucking hot. Because he didn't realize <laughs> maybe giving somebody a heart during a heart festival. He didn't realize the meaning of a fucking festival. He just went, oh, you want to win this award? Sure, I'll win this award sure, for you. Sure, here you Choose go. Here's your heart pies." And then he walked away. You know why? Because Ushigami don't give a fuck. No, he did that because, and did that is the coolest shit. He's the coolest. He's the coolest shit. Um, Austin Tindle kills it as y- y- Ushigami. He's my favorite performance in the um, show. Yeah. Ryota Suzuki also kills it as Ushigami. This man that is just slowly getting his confidence back, but he's still just like me, just, <coughs> just tired. He's just tired. He doesn't have enough energy. To put up with people's shit. So he just kind of is the smartest person. And also, I agree you. Ishi- um, Chica could not do a lot of things because of those bazongas. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, jo- all right, Josh. Josh. Yu
3: Ishigami is, I think, a little bit of everyone here. I think we can all agree. If we've done things that he's done. And it's just that I think that's why he strikes so close to home for us is he's such a real character. He's not some 2D character that's just, oh, he does this, ha-ha, <laughs> so but he But he is
1: 2D, Josh. It's 2D animation. I will go over there and strangle you. No, you won't. Damn, he's coming to strangle me. You're wasting I, your time. Yeah, I'm you're saying, wasting well,
3: your time. My dude. time is... Uh, he's a great character. Uh, season 3 has a lot of great moments for him. One of my favorites being... His, his reaction to getting a poor mark on his test, his visceral reaction, (laughs) no, not even that, it was a genuine, he was pissed off at himself because he put on a strong front for Kaguya, Mm -hmm. went to the boys' bathroom and then just broke down. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, (laughs) fuck. Fuck. Yeah, I've done that. I've, I've done, done that done before. That. I feel that it, I don't know. He, Spencer said it well. He's just an amazing character. We've said everything there is to be said about him. Yeah, I love
0: him. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, he's... you'll say it again next year because Cog is coming back. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's in movie first. That's fair. Um, but you got the movie first. Uh, let's so let's move on to let's move on to one of the bigger awards, which is best writing. What was the best written show of the year? Uh, it's Josh. What do you think was the best written show? What, what who? Who are you going to give best writing to?
3: Where do I have it?
1: Well, they're in a certain order, Josh. Um, Well, depending on Ah. your case list.
3: Spy X Family. Okay. Yeah, you know, good choice. This show, uh, Matt really put it well. This is the perfect hodgepodge of just a bunch of people from completely different backgrounds managing to get along. It's written so well, it really details all the stuff they're going through. Anya, I think Anya being able to read their minds too is an excellent Such part. a brilliant it, It's a discussion. very, very smart writing device. Because it, it's, um, it provides such amazing comedic timing. Her being able to read their minds, it provides really great depth of character for all of them. It just does so much. And their relationships, the way they write their relationships makes it feel real. It really does make them feel like they are just a family who will love each other and are idiots, and Anya is obviously a fucking idiot. <laughs> but I love her. And the show's just written very well. I really love Spy Family, and I'm sure it's going to get another season after this. Oh, oh, absolutely. It's so doing so
0: well. I, mm-hmm. To add on to that, I think the reason, one of the things I love about the writing of Spy Family, and this goes for both this and the manga, is how it blends genres Yes. Like, it is not just... It's a slice of life. It's a comedy. It's an, it's action. an action. It's a drama. It's it's, it's its a political thriller. It's a spy. It's like a classic spy. It character. is. There it's, are moments where it's like you're watching like Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy and you're like, ooh. Yeah, that. Ooh, uncle. Yeah. And you're like, ooh. It's a great show. Ooh. It's so unique. It's so unique. This is a Cold War, yeah. like it's so
2: unique. Anime.
0: But Spencer. Yes. What do you give best writing uh, to?
2: So all I'm saying is this might come up a couple times in my awards, just to warn you. Wow, uh, it goes to Makoto Ueda for Tatami Time Machine Blues. Ru- really? Oh yeah, he watched. He that.
0: watched it. Yeah.
2: I I actually. To I needed. I need. I I missed this. Honestly. I so I this. so I didn't give a okay. shit. I was watching it regardless. Okay, go. Yeah. So I I watched this when it was put on the sites before when it was it on, on Disney Plus. No, when mm-hmm. it was put on the sites oh. before Disney Plus before it came over here. Um. <laughs> What is there to say that I that you two wouldn't understand already when I say this is time? This is t- Tommy Galaxy two. Yeah, figures. <laughs> this is to Tommy Galaxy. This is the night is short. Walk on, girl. This is to Tommy Galaxy two. The writing is somehow at points even faster than Galaxy. I oh, great. It is a mile a minute dialogue. Everything is so picture perfect. The writing. Is so unique that I can only think of a show or a UASA movie like Mind Game that does dialogue like this. Because it's just this rapid fire, just joke over under joke, over deadpan, over everything, and it works so fucking well. All right. He's really good at Uh, time. Yes. Shane. You give me a time limit. I
1: figure you guys know where I'm going. Yeah, hashtag mob sweep. My best writing award goes to Hiroshi Seko for Mob, which is also three. my
0: pick as well. Because I think that because I think this is the best written season of Bob yet. Absolutely. Uh you go first, Matt. Um, the reason why is because this everything is finally coming together. This is it's the final season of the show, so every every plot point has led to this, and one of the things I love about it is the fact that I love how the final threat for Mob, Mob Psycho, the final big bad, is Mob himself. Is Mob. Yep. I think that is... And it's such a beautiful kind of coda to the show as a whole. And the writing continues to be like this really great mix of weird, wacky, absurdist comedy with genuine pathos and emotion mixed in with really good action writing. Um, and, of course, the classic Shonen battle cries of, like, like, battle stuff. Like, I will defeat you, mob! Like, the classic Shonen crap. And it's just a beautiful blend of everything I love. Um, yeah.
1: Excellent. Um, so, yeah, this is my, my pick, too, mob. Um, it really just comes back to the characters for me. Like Hiroshi Seko knows how to write these fucking characters, man. Already talked about Mob, his emotional development and maturity, and how that's coming to fruition now. Um, but it extends to the entire cast. Characters like Subomi, who at, I was gonna say Subomi. at first, everyone thought was just a stereotypical popular pretty girl. Turns out there's a lot more going on with her, and you know popularity isn't all it's cracked up to be. Um, Reagan, there's one line in this, it's this season that really stuck out to me. It's episode nine, Mob's going to ask Subomi out, and Reagan says under his breath, I believe in you, Mob, you can do this. And that alone, that singular line just shows how far Reagan has come from trying to take advantage of this kid for his own financial gain, to being a genuine mentor and actual friend. And... That's peppered all throughout the season, and I agree with Matt. It's easily the <clears> best <throat> written season out of all of them.
0: It's fantastic. I, I love how the show is written, just in general. Uh, I just... Oh! Mob is so good. Let's talk about more music. Let's talk about soundtracks. Oh, fuck, man. Shosh. What's your best soundtrack of Absolutely the year? Sure. This one was, honestly, a pretty easy choice for me. As
3: soon as I heard this show's soundtrack, I fell in love. Because, once again, this show is vibes the show. It's the soundtrack to Call of the Night.
1: Hell yeah,
3: this is my <laughs> thing too funny. Soul- Let's go. This soundtrack, once again, Call of the Night is a gorgeous show. It's all about nighttime scenery. It's all about the joys of going out at night, experiencing what nightlife is like. And this soundtrack just pairs with it fucking perfectly. From the insert songs, sung song by Creepy Nuts, to the music itself, when they're just walking the streets, when they're flying in the sky, when they're just spending time with each other, it's perfect. I think my favorite introduction to it was when Ko and Nasna first meet, and it's just this creepy, eerie music. Oh, you're buying beer? How nice. <laughs> and the soundtrack kicks in, and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> This is going to fucking hit. And it does. This is just such an amazing soundtrack. I love it to death. And I would watch it over and over again. So yeah, I, I 100% agree with Josh. My pick for best soundtrack
1: is Yoshiaki Dewa's score for Call of the Night. The vibes are immaculate, dude. Mm-hmm. That is really what it comes down to. Like, what I love about this show the most, and I've talked about it to death on the podcast, and so has Josh, is that the vibes of the nighttime are captured beautifully here. Specifically for me it hits harder because I had an experience in my childhood that really resonates with this whole thing, but the soundtrack just adds to those vibes. It's this really low-key funky kind of dirty techno mm-hmm. and it it's just it's just the perfect score for the nighttime visuals that the show presents and it it just keeps up with the vibes. It's the entire show's vibes. The soundtrack reflects that. It's fucking dirty, dude. Like the it's the, the, so the, the techno and the bass. And, and it score like, it, it
2: gets. Creepy. I'm remembering it, it now. It gets it's just creepy yeah. crunchy At times as well. No. It's a solid o- OST. Yeah, it's it, really
0: good. fucking It's creepy awesome. and I love it. It's creepy, but also like really like. Immaculate. Not immaculate, but like comforting in a weird
2: way, Yeah, if that makes sense. Spencer, what's your pick? The second time this guy's getting it, by <coughs> joke, does he deserve it? Fucking Kensuke Ushio for Chainsaw Man. This is
0: also my pick. This is the second year in a row that I'm giving it to Ushio. What did he do last year? Uh, he just did K.K. Same... Story, which I
2: gave all it to yes, last year. We're all just on the same vibes here. So, listen, listen, so you... Bef-
0: Before you start, yeah. I was going to
1: say, this was my runner-up. Because mm. it's my Ushio. My,
2: my, before we start, my runner-up was Spy Family.
0: That was also a great mine one to was score. Hit, mine was Hideyuki Sawano for Attack on Titan. That was my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I don't
3: know. Just also, I had
1: um, Sogiku up there for so Bleach. yeah, beach. for sure. Bleach. Oh,
0: he, he. I didn't. I didn't. You know what? I found. I deemed him uh, ineligible, because he's reusing a lot of his old tracks for it. Yeah, that's fair. I unfortunately. The, there is some this new stuff, stuff though rules literally. The piano is on fire. Yep. yep, yep. <laughs> anyway, go for it, Spence.
2: Okay, so, Kensuke Ushio, so you know how you and your Call of the Night fans, you have your nice lo-fi vibes, you know, comforting but kind of creepy? Chainsaw Man is vibes are anxiety and uh, terror. <coughs> and, oh, God, I'm gonna die. And, and yeah. yeah. oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Um, holy, does this man understand... Anxiety-inducing music. I mean, so I gave this to him for um, Devil Man. Yep. Originally, different soundtrack to Devil Man. Devil Man was 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 like fucking eighties dance music. This is like eighties anxiety after a bad coke trip. Um, music rules. Uh, it fits Chainsaw Man to a T. I was really excited when I heard that he was actually going to do the music. It's fucking filthy, dude. And it is disgusting, and I love every single second of it. This soundtrack is so good that
0: I'm pretty sure that the show would not be as good without it. Nope, without definitely it. not. It's uh, it's per- It's perfect for it, mainly because, God, it's so grungy. I am... It's, it's so grungy. I have a soft spot for, like, 90s grunge, which is, like, a toxic trait of mine, but, like... <laughs> it is toxic. It, the is, toxic traits are liking 90s grunge and Rick, Rick and Morty. And Morty. I, I, I really like Rick and Morty as well. But, like, it's, it is a toxic trait, but, like, it fits so well. It's so grungy and dirty and nasty, but also kind of badass, when he, w- the first time you really hear it when he's like go when he turns into chainsaw man for the first time the, the, like the chainsaw devil for the first time and like just kills a bunch of zombies and you hear the and you're just yeah. like and you're just like oh! like it's it's <clears throat> it's badass it's a badass sounding score for a badass show just Oh. Get, so. Ah, give me the sound. Give me the fucking... Yeah, where is Spotify. It? Where is where it is on it? Spotify? Honestly, I don't... Probably because it's not over yet. <sighs> not yet. Fucking hell. The, the, that didn't stop Bleach. Um, Fair enough. Um, anyway, next award. Uh. So, we're all friends here, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Waifu and Husbandos of the Year. Are we starting... Start- we're starting with Husbandos this year. I will start... Who's
1: your pick? So, as we all know... Golden Kamui aired this year. Um, is it on Spotify? It's on Spotify! Hell, so yeah. it's 1 to 3 and 4 to well, I'm- oh, I'm Yeah, they're doing it in, like, mini EPs. Mm-hmm. Um, doing what they did with So, Android. as we all know, Golden Kamui aired this year. Yes. And I have a uh, personal obligation. Any year Golden Kamui airs, Sugimoto wins Hasbando. However... This season was different because there's actually not a lot of Sugimoto in season four. So I'm going with the big bad himself. My husbando is Lieutenant Surumi. Okay. Specific man. Specifically because have you fucking seen him? Yes. In this season in particular, yes. a lot of flashback stuff. Young Surumi's hot. Young Sarumi's hot. Young Surumi yes. Surumi Before he can, got like the fucking before face- he got his cerebral cortex blown off. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Oh, holy of the shit. Whore. Um, he can take me in a back room and do things to me, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. He can just do it. That's it. That's all I got. That's all he has to say. I don't need to justify horny. it. You
0: know, Horn. You get it. Jo- uh, Josh. So it was
3: originally gonna be Sugimoto, because as Shane does say, I like to join him. And the good old fucking Sugimoto Daddy Club. However, I'm gonna go with a bit more of an older, refined gentleman. From Overlord Season 4, it is my favorite butler, Sebastian.
0: Oh, I've seen him! That's a good choice. He
3: is. That's a really inspired choice. A fucking hot, refined gentleman. He's a fucking butler in a tuxedo, and he's also one of the fucking strongest characters in the show. He can punch someone's head off clean. <laughs> That's just hot as fuck. It's <laughs> pretty hot. Okay,
2: no, I see it. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let, let me see. Let, let me right?
3: peep that. Let me peep that. Look at him. Look at him. Oh, oh yeah. Is he yeah, not? Yeah.
2: That's daddy. That's daddy right just, there.
3: He is refined daddy, gentleman daddy. who can kick your shit in. And he's also got a beautiful young wife who see He saved from the streets, saved her, and beat the shit out of anyone that tried to hurt her. He and is rails are over a table. Feeds her soup and takes care of her, and fe- heals her back to health. I mean, and then he's a a ge- and then
2: a, and, her and, and, her and then the mails- <laughs> he is a gentleman, a scholar, and I love him. Yeah, you yeah. take him up to dinner and then Ransom. Yeah. Spencer, the who's your hospondo? Yeah, I'm not a fucking coward. It's just, it's the immortal Sugimoto. Fair enough. Every single year, it got to be the immortal Sugimoto. First off, he's immortal, which means he can last forever yep. and ever and ever. Second <laughs> off, he's hot. He's hot as fuck. He's yeah, so yeah, hot. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. a third off. He's a war hero. Okay, we all love a man with valor. And fourth off, uh, anybody voiced by Ian Sinclair. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, my pick Not goes
0: to coward. the maybe the hottest man who has ever lived. At least this year, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Close. Uh, his name uh, and, and his and and, uh, and uh, his name is Lloyd Forger from *Swine yeah. Family*. Ooh. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. No, like, ooh. Go ahead. I'm Go. pretty this is this is fully an aesthetic thing this is fully a design thing with the suits and the blonde hair and the blue eyes and just the yeah just like the look and the and his his, the way he's refined the the poise and i'm just like god fuck damn it like like it's it he's this is just like he and and not only that but like he's He's kind of a himbo in a weird way. He's kind of a doofus, but I like that. I like that he's not just like a stoic kind of like spy, always no nonsense kind of thing. He's a a nice guy. He's a nice guy uh, when he needs to be, but he's also
2: cold and calculating when he needs to be. The the stare.
0: You know uh, what? All
3: amazing choices. Almost
2: like the blonde hair, blue eyes, because this is the Cold War in Berlin. (laughs) (laughs) This is Cold War. Josh talk about Marin.
1: Talk about Waifu. Talk <laughs> about Marin. Wait, Your wife oh, you over like Yeah. Name? This is yeah. Uh, waifu. Talk about Marin.
3: Is this everyone's wife? No. No. First off, I'm sorry. you are all fucking idiots. I'm so
1: sorry. No, she was not, she wasn't even in contention. <laughs> I am okay, Don't listen to that. So, uh, <laughs> she was
3: for me. I personally am sorry though. Marin is I made a pledge at the beginning of the year that Marin Kitagawa would be my wife and God Fucking damn it! She is still my wife. He kept it. that promise. I love her so much. She is what everyone wants in a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want to do to her? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if the mic picked that up. The mic is not picking up. Uh, she is. It. She is kind. She is caring. She says, "I don't give a fuck what other people say, but you, I like you for what you do. Fuck everyone else." Long hair, big tits. Blonde hair, big tits. But she's just this bubbly, bright personality who sees the best in people. And honestly, that's all I want, man. I just want someone to love me. And just- <laughs> I just want to be well, loved. Really- oh I just want to be this loved. Got, this, this, this went from
1: like,
0: horny to just actually. Deloitte also,
1: also I don't care if this puts me on a government watch list. Um... <clears throat> I like that she is shown in scantily clad clothing several times in this show. She
0: is hot as fuck and I, I, fuck I her. I like the fact that they don't shy away from the fact Listen, that she's really hot.
3: I would do the sex with her. I um
0: thank
1: you. Thank
3: you she for coming. She's a thank you. 2D drawing, Spencer. She is not mm. a real person. I would print out a JPEG and
2: Well, oh. clearly, okay, after this I'll talk to you guys about the criminal code and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. So who's your who's your waifu of
2: the year, oh, Spencer? It's simple. Uh, I don't want to have sex with my waifu because I'm not a weirdo. Instead, <laughs> I want to protect them from the dangers of the world and society as a whole. Um, my runner-up was Aiko from Kongming. Yep. But it is a hundred percent going to my Cinnamon Roll Suleta Mercury Mobile Suit Gundam The Witch from Mercury. You
0: know what? Solid choice.
2: Okay. So while while Marion is this supermodel hot lady um, with the big bazongas and the blonde hair and the fake nails. For the amazing person. Um, yeah, of course. But that's what the average person's going to get from Maureen without reading into it. Suleta is this dopey, <coughs> this genuinely she's a herbo. Not a himbo, <laughs> she's a herbo. No, it's a shebo. Shebo. Um, it can... Listen, it can fly, it can dance, Gundam Ariel. She basically does Fortnite taunts on people after she kills them in her <laughs> mech. Fucking she excellent. does a little dance, and she, the most adorable scene is her getting to like a place right on time and going, safe! <laughs> she is a bundle of sunshine that I just want to have with me when I'm feeling sad, and that's why she's my foo.
1: You're so good at this, dude. Holy yeah. shit. Hey. You give Shane, me a time who's your it. pick? I, like <clears throat> I just want to personally apologize to my son, Josh, uh, for you know the death of Maureen Kitagawa. God bless her soul. God bless her soul. Um, Gone too if, soon. If it were any other year, I'd 100% agree with you.
0: Unfortunately, your forger, forger exists. from Spy Family, your forger exists. Spy Family taking both waifu and husbando, pretty unprecedented, fucking precedent. Yeah, yeah. Hottest cast, like fucking. The both leads yeah. are what so can, hot. What ahead. can I say?
1: Have you? Do you have eyes? No, have mommy? you seen your? <laughs> oh, mommy? Sorry. Mommy? sorry, mommy. Her, sorry. her
3: assassin outfit. Sorry. Her
2: funny.
1: assassin outfit is like the hottest you know what? outfit. Fuck her
3: year. assassin outfit, her streetwear.
1: Her streetwear! The red sweater and red leggings. Sweater and leggings. <clears throat> I would do the sex with her. Yes! Oh, absolutely, because she's an adult. <laughs> yes, and that makes it okay when I bend her over the table.
3: Oh. Oh. Yes! That was loud. Yeah,
1: good. She I'm too glad. has big. I, I, I need to emphasize. She I love. Is. Mommy. She. She's mommy. She is
0: like Dom mommy. Like, it, it, indeed she is, and it's. Mm, yes, I, it, there's not much more nope, I need to say. Nothing about. else to say. Honestly, yeah. Like just because. You no. Know, all I need to say. You got eyes. You got all eyes. Right? You can see. <laughs> you got eyes. <laughs> you can see what's going on. You here. can see what's
1: going I on mean, with
2: her. And... She's
0: 27. I'm 27. Wait, how...
2: Then how old's the yours? Like, probably like 29?
0: She's 27. Yours. I and mean, is her not
2: your. Lloyd. Lloyd. Lloyd's probably 28. Lloyd is
0: that. around the same age. Yeah. Um, probably, he, probably Anya's different. six.
2: Anya's six. That's correct. But the, she, she likes peanuts. What, she she likes peanuts. No, <laughs>
0: her, <laughs> her favorite thing is failing her classes. Yeah. <laughs> Amelie kills it. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, Amelie doesn't... Uh, but let's let's go to the other... Amelie, uh, another one okay. of the really big ones.
1: Um, Amelie voices... Maureen,
3: Megan Shipman,
1: Megan Shipman Sh-
0: voices uh, oh, no. But let's talk about one of the other, the the other one of the other big ones, which is best directing. I well, had I'll the best I'll go first. Spencer, who? Uh,
2: it's pretty simple. It's Shingo the Goat god Godsonay <laughs> for Tatami Time Machine. Uh, why did I figure you were gonna go with this? Because it's the goat. <laughs> it's the god. Go ahead, sir. This man is the fucking goat. This man, if he directs anything, is going to win Best Director. Because he's the best director in modern anime. This man is an artiste. He is an auteur. He is a tour de force of sight and sound. He takes you on a cacophic venture into another dimension. Into Tommy Time Machine Blues. This man directed the Little Johnny episode. Of galaxy, okay. As we all know, and Little Johnny. He takes that and then makes it about a insane story of time machine because the one man didn't want to do a naked dance, so the other man decided to do a naked dance, knocked over a half a bottle of Coca Cola onto <laughs> a uh, AC remote, which shorts it out, and then they find a time machine in a uh, in a uh, closet, and also they're doing an amateur play. About a samurai. I'll take ten more seconds. Um, so they're doing it an, an amateur play about a samurai in which a person only says two words every time he say a line.
1: That sounds. Yes, the sound is going to play if you go over. That's
2: fine. The ghost. He's doing
0: the Christopher Judge. Yes. Yeah. Get off the stage, sir, please. Uh, but
2: uh, I'm, I'm giving our our loyal fan base <clears throat> more time to win a Steam Deck. <laughs>
1: Josh, you, you heard here first, folks. Every minute of the Gap Year End Awards, someone wins a Steam Deck. It's a steam day. Uh, contact my ass in order to <laughs> redeem your reward. Anyway, Josh, best director. That is
3: 1-800-MY-ASS. My ass. I am once again showing my bias to fucking Call of the Night directed by Tomoyuki Itamura. Is what what the f- is there to say... That we haven't already
1: said. You know what? I'll agree with Josh. It was on my list. It was on my
3: Vibes list. Vibes the anime. There's nothing more to be said. He fucking manages to just... It, it, he does it perfect. We've already said everything there is to say. Stop that fucking timer. I'm stopping the, the timer. It's, that's all there is. Vibes the anime. I, you know what? Yeah. Going off of that...
1: There's not much I can say about my show because I've already talked to it to death on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. My pick for Best Directing is Takahiro Hasui and Yuzuru Tachikawa from Mob Psycho. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I'm not starting the timer. I've yeah, already he talked won, about he this. Won, Yeah, I, I know he won last time. The yes. Tachikawa won last time. That's yeah. it. Okay. As Shane, it sorry, really,
1: it. The, the thing that gets me about this is because Hasui is... New Blood on the show. Oh,
0: no, he's not New Blood. He's worked. He's directed individual episodes before. But he hasn't been series director before. Yeah.
1: And, and now that uh, Tachikawa stepped away from that role, Hasui stepped up, and man, he kills it. Like, I honestly think Mob just gets better the more it goes, and mm-hmm. Hasui had big shoes to fill, and he filled them perfectly. It's like a fine
3: wine.
0: It really is. It just ages yeah. beautifully. And, yeah, I want to add on to the, to the Call of the Night thing for a second. Uh, this is like the third vampire show that he's done, and he's done all the monogatries. Yeah, and he also did. Um, What's that vampire show? From? Vanitas. The, Vanitas, yeah, Vanitas. Vanitas. He's Vanitas. done Vanitas. He, he's done monogat. He really loves gothic vampires. He, he really loves done, like. Hey, it's it, it's his shtick, and he does it well. He really loves it, and but and I think he's done. On, Marsh comes in like a lion. Yeah. Uh, he did... Oh, yeah, he did that, too. Oh, I need to watch him. that. Shit. Uh, but anyway, uh, now for Best Directing... Best Directing, I think I know where you're going. Best Direction was hard because there's a lot of really good ones this year. However, I had to give it to a director who made their directorial debut this year, and I love debut directors. Ones who get knocking out of the park pretty much instantaneously. My pick for Best Director is Keichiro Sato with cheese the rock. Yep, both no want hot. Both uh, want. <coughs> uh, this is a debut. What? <laughs> like, uh, like it, it. It. This. Um. Really reeks of a like. Like what I love about this, the the way he directs this, is he directs it almost like a music video. I think there's something really unique about the way that he frames his shots, and he uses the the, the, the... the camera, in air quotes. Obviously there's no camera, it's a fucking animated show, but the camera. And I actually do like the fact that he does kind of treat it like a music video, because every... because it, it almost feels like that it's very character-focused, very ground-level. There's never a shot that you can't really do in real life. Like, no fake cinematography. It's very realistic, down-to-earth, to the ground. And... It looks beautiful, and it's really well. It's insanely well edited, and of course, um, if you can nail comedic timing as a comedic director, you're golden. Yeah, and you're oh, good. This is, this is so so funny. So like, uh, but yeah, like the the I'm really impressed with how it is. Speaking of, let's go back to music, but this time let's talk about some Garbo because we have we've we've, we've gushed enough. We've done a lot of best. Not we've the worst. we have gushed enough. Time to go with the worst that anime had to offer this year. What... Spencer, what
2: yeah. was the worst OP of the year? Uh, So worst OP of the year was Move the Soul by J01, the opening to Fanfare of Adolescence.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: the horse show. <laughs> the
1: show.
2: the <laughs> horse show. <laughs> the horse show. What the heck is that? It, don't worry about it.
1: CG horses, don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> no, they're not
2: CG. They're just awfully Oh, they're just t- awful. T- don't worry about <laughs> it. Spencer, Damn. go. If it was CG, I'd be able to at least... Forgive it, because I watch bad CG shows all the time, because it fills me with some sort of schadenfreude. Yeah, you watch Love Live. Uh, You take that (laughs) back. Anyways, um, no, so the song itself is not great, but then you throw in poorly animated horses and also CGI boys sometimes, um, and it's just a recipe for disaster. I was originally going to give it to Rust and Armors, but that's actually a pretty good opening, all things considered. It's a pretty uh, it it to me is uh. an opening much like X-Arm where yeah okay it's a bad show but the but the opening is just <laughs> nostalgic enough for me that I can go it's probably the worst but I kind of like it. Mm. You you're you're all wrong. Uh, this however this had nothing going for it because at least I could say that Rusted Armors the musically was fine. This I can't even say that. Uh, um, speaking of rusted armors <laughs> right.
0: Josh, what was your <coughs> pick for worst OP
3: of the year? You know what, this is just means showing absolute hatred and despise and absolute vitriol I, I like this. Is, I like the side of Josh, I like Andrew Josh guys. For the series, because it is a <laughs> fucking piece of garbage Oh, Rent to Girlfriend <laughs> Rent to Girlfriend, opening two, why does this exist? Why does this show exist? This is a piece of fucking garbage <laughs> I hate this show! Fuck you! <laughs> Whoever right. decided
0: right. it was a
1: good idea. Alright, I'm stopping the timer. Alright. All right. <laughs> Shane. It said nothing about the stuff. Shane OP, what, was your but worst, that's fine.
0: what was your worst OP of the year? <laughs> Speaking of Rusted Armors. <laughs> this was my runner up.
1: My worst OP is Faith for Rusted Armors. This was my
0: runner up. It's bad. Bad. It's really bad. There you go. <laughs> is that just it? Bad. It's just bad. It's just it's just XRM all over uh, again. My worst OP goes to an op that i think played only for like an episode or two but he's oh my god um how this got past a committee is beyond me and it's like one of the worst things i've seen in anime this year i I know what he's talking about it's level by nagi yagani featuring the sixth lie from the genius prince's guide to raising a nation out of debt uh what the fuck was this (laughs) <laughs> At least they fixed it eventually. They did eventually. So what was the issue? Because
2: I couldn't. Remember it was very bad stock foot-
0: footage. It was stock footage of a show that already isn't animated very well, and so, they used like the worst clips yeah, possible yeah, for yeah. it. Mm. It looked like garbage. It's edited like shit. Um, <clears throat> it had it the and I'm going to say I don't think the songs very good either. I'm not a I'm not huge on the song either. I think it's not. I don't think it's great. I think the song's fine, mainly because it's Sixth Lie.
1: But she, yeah, does, I, no, I know Sixth Where
0: Lie it's... doesn't sing enough in it. It's mainly Nagiogani, and it's not. It doesn't fit Sixth Lie's usual like shack. It, it, he feels out of place. It. It's. It, it, I don't like it. I think the song, and it sucks because I actually think the show itself is quite good. So it's it's a case of a really. It sucks when a. When you have a show with a good, bad OP... A good show that has a bad OP. It just fucking sucks. This is the better OP. That's the best OP of the year. That's the best OP of uh, the year. Alright, but let's talk about worst EDs. Josh, is your worst <clears throat> ED, once again, Rent-A-Girlfriend.
3: Fuck you, Ruka. Fuck you. Okay. Why okay. are you in this ending? You are a piece of shit human being. I hope you fucking die. Whoa. Which one's
2: that? Thank is you it, from Rent-A-Girlfriend. No, out. is that the Blue Bow... Blue fuck boat. her. She is a piece of shit. Oh. I Human filth,
3: garbage, garbage, trash. She is the best. Okay, thank you, Josh. Thank you for coming Get out. Get the fuck out of here right now. Okay. She is fucking garbage. Thank you, for, thank
1: you for
0: coming you out. Six. Thank you, thank you. No,
3: thank no, you. no, no. Fuck you. Give me my minute.
0: Okay. Okay, okay there you boy.
3: go. There's your minute. First off, hmm. this, abs- this ending is a whopping six pictures. That's a lot of frames. Six six fucking frames!
1: Dude, that's one frame every 10 seconds. I'm
3: literally the worst fucking girl in the show. And people are like, oh, I love her so much. No, she's fucking Wait, but
1: doesn't mommy exist? Ruka's
3: worse than mommy, dude. At least mommy
1: has a character. I don't believe that. that.
3: Well, at least mommy has a character. No, no, here's the thing mommy is a bitch. Ruka emotionally manipulates and has lied to. Ruka told Chizuru that she had sex with Kazuya to stop Chizuru from getting close to him. Ruka is a fucking piece of filth, that, that's garbage.
2: Legit. That, that that's a pretty legit.
3: She is. Based. Fucking <laughs> mommy. Based. See, here's the thing. Mommy is a bitch. Ruka is a fucking piece of filth. Okay. You still have eight seconds. I'm done.
0: Okay.
2: Hey, based thank you. Thank you for what? coming,
0: my, Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Spencer, what's, Spencer? I, Who's your worst I, DVD? what's your worst Uh
2: DVD? Don't worry. Uh, fun fact, did you know that the show is not actually called Rusted Armors? It's <laughs> it, it, it has a subtitle. So, worst E D goes to Rusted Armors Daybreak. Um, this, and, in quotes, that is just bad CG characters shadow sword <coughs> fighting in an empty void. Bracket, fanatical group of someone? Close bracket. Uh, so let's uh, I
1: agree with him, kay. so you go.
2: Okay, so this is just a bad ED. Uh, Not only is the song bad, but it's also bad CG characters shadow sword fighting in a void for like a minute 30 or something like that. Um, And it just sucks. Um, Not even the really cringy, awkward, live-action travel blog afterwards could make me go through that, that... ED more than once because I have a rule, actually, twice, definitely. Because I have a rule I always watch the ED on the first time it shows up, and I always watch the ED on the last time it shows up, unless I really like the ED. Then I watch it every time. But um, this ending makes me feel sad and cold and like I'm alone in, in the world, like a shadowy <laughs> void, sword fighting with my gun swords.
3: I just want to quickly step in. I want to quote Sid Snap herself. I want to punch this bitch in the face and back. <laughs> I hate you, Ruka. If I was in a room with Ruka and Mommy and had a gun with two bullets, I'd shoot Ruka twice. <laughs> okay,
1: all right. Um, but yeah, I agree with Spencer. Worst CD is tie and tie by Fantastics from Exile Tribe. This was <laughs> uh, for us. in <clears throat> What are you? What are you doing?
4: Second,
1: <laughs> the <First search. laughs> second search, second search, second search Why Wait, this? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, I don't even remember what I was gonna say about the rushed ED. Our, yeah, Okay, rusted armors. Um, it's really impressive to me, and it speaks volumes about the show that their ED is a single character in a void shadow sword fighting. They were so proud of their character models and CG rigs that li- that's literally all they did for the ED. I don't... I... I hate to alarm the animation team. Your shit looks like garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that's all I really have to say.
0: <laughs> I want that level of confidence. <coughs> yeah, fair. Um, what was your worst ED? Uh, it, it would have been that. Um, but then I was going through the EDs and this. the You know what's worse To me, at least that has motion. Fair. Um, uh, you know what didn't have motion? Um, well, in general, considering how it's animated, was Shield Hero this year. Um, <laughs> and um, and sorry, Dan. my worst ED goes to you as uh, and I by Chiai Fujikawa from the Rising of the Shield Hero season two. Uh, go ahead. Uh, one. Uh, Okay, so uh, Shield Hero one fucking sucks. The show is bad, but also. Uh, this E.D. sucks because it's about the fucking chicken girl. I forget her name. Um, uh, that philo. That. Uh, philo. philo. It's about yeah. Philo. And she does, and it's like, and it's still slideshow frames. <laughs> from When the they East. shouldn't be either because it l- has the illusion of movement.
3: I also want to mention it's from the show. These are still frames from the show. They're not even individual. Yeah. Oh, that's garbage. It's a gar- that's fucking garbo. garbo
0: opening and the song is also bad. It's a double yeah. fucking whammy. It's a bad ED across the board from a season of television for which I was not huge on Shield Hero to begin with. But man, I'm really sorry for anyone who was actually a fan of Shield Hero because this season was fucking abysmal. Oh, it was horrible. It was awful. Thanks. Awful. Thanks for
2: the vote of confidence. Yeah.
0: The first. Listen, okay. So the second season. The
2: first season rules. Spencer. I would defend Spencer.
3: It. Let me Go. see what I want to say. Season two, the first half sucked ass.
1: You're going over Matt's time now
0: there, bud. Well, I was done anyways. That's why I was telling you to stop it. You want
1: to say something before we move on?
3: <laughs> Just turn off the fucking... Okay. The first half of season two... You fucker. <laughs> ...was an absolute pile
0: of dog shit.
3: The second half was okay.
0: It, it, huh? it, I, I feel bad for do Anyone who is a fan of the show, I feel really bad for Because, yeah. like... So that's what for us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fuck you! So right, let's, let's, <laughs> what, what's next? Uh, let's talk about shows that we want to come see come back. This is series that what we think needs the second season the most. You want to go first, Shane? Bochi the Rock. That would have that. You know what was my runner up? So go ahead and talk about Bochy the Rock. Bochy the Rock fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it needs a second. There season. There you go. Yeah. What's up? What'd you pick? What's
3: Call of the night. Call of the night fucking rules. Yep. Spencer. Spencer, what's the most
1: needed <laughs> second season? We're yeah. really
2: flying through that minute. I'm going to talk a bit more about this because I, I I feel like it deserves it because um, nobody except for maybe the three of us watched it. No, that's 75% of the people. Okay, here. but but I finished it. I don't know if you finished it or not so I'm going to talk about because so you can start by the way this is a bit of a preamble because um, I won't talk about it for that long but I usually don't include shows that I'm almost positive are going to get a second season whether it's immediately or eventually so that's why I don't choose things like Bochi the Rock and things like Call of the Night because I know those are popular enough to get second seasons this is something I want to see more of and that is Salary Man's Club so, yeah I saw this coming from a mile away so there's a lot of good sports shows this season. Salaryman Club is a sports show office comedy. Yep. Um, with some genuinely impressive animation. Yep. Really, really solid. And it's shown you can make seasons <coughs> about sports dramas that just focus on a different tournament or a different <laughs> character arc, whatever. And I would love to see more of this, not just because the office comedy is really good, but because the overall animation and how fun it it is. It it makes that feeling of playing badminton like very solid. All right. Honestly,
1: this and Blue Lock, I think, are the best
2: sports shows that are this Did you year. finish Solid Man? I got close. I, I wish like the Blue Lock was
0: still real. It's it yeah. it isn't.
2: Did you finish Saturday Man?
0: I did not. Okay. No. And so I, it I did, wasn't able to. Um, my you. pick uh, goes to the show. You can uh, goes to the show that I want to see more of because I feel like I entered this world. I spent 12 episodes there, and I I, I I don't think I'm done yet. I want to see... I want to see at least, like, five more seasons of this, honestly. The season... The show that I want to see a second season more of, has the the second season the most, is Lycarus Recoil. Uh, uh, I know that the story they decided to tell is done. The story they decided to tell is done, and I appreciate that. However... I don't think I'm ready to say goodbye to Chisato and Takina just yet. I still think there's more you can do with them. And the relationship is so compelling and so likable. And the animation is so insanely good. And I want to see more of the world that they built. And, you know, maybe critique it a little bit more as well. Uh, and yeah, I want to see more of Risp. I think that I, and considering that it, uh, each volume is selling like 40k volumes, I think we'll probably oh, see Oh, it's coming back. back. Yeah. Definitely. Um, it's like the most popular original series in the years, so. All right, what's next? Uh, best fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> what was the best scene? What was the best I will uh, scene I... of people beating the shit out of each other? Uh, I think we all have the same one for this. We is might. It,
3: is it going to be the boys fucking... Yutro, and Daki getting their shit kicked in by fucking Tengen, Inosuke, Zenitsu, and Tanjiro. That's
0: not my opinion. You're a good, You're not, a good fucking man. Yes! That's not yes! My yes. yes! That's not my This was...
2: I, I actually didn't watch Demon Slayer. You,
0: you should have. What
2: the you, fuck? I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what the fuck?
3: You should have, bro. Guys, we're stopping the podcast for about... Six hours, so Spencer can watch it because he's a fucking
2: idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm caught up in the manga. Who fucking cares? <laughs> I know it's going to be good.
3: All I, all I'm
1: going to say, Spencer, is we thought that Mugen Train was a great adaptation. This is better. Okay.
3: This, this fight, this, genuinely, th- better. this fight is just constant nutting. Yeah,
2: because like, I, I, I know how good it was in the.
3: Like, it, the manga. they did not have to put infinite budget towards this fight. They did. They did. And all of episode 10, fucking all of episode 6 to 10, yeah. is just one long fucking amazing fight scene with I just, I mean, what?
1: I heard that. Like, hell, you've got <laughs> Awakened Nezuko versus Daki, you've got Tengen versus Gyutaro. You've got you've Jadro got... versus Daki, where he fucking
3: mm, eyes go bloodshot. Bloodshot, he...
1: yep. You Inakami have Kagura, you've got all of them versus the both of them in the climax. It you have
3: stuffy. you have Uzui versus yeah. you have Uzui versus Giyotoro. You have Tanjiro and Uzui versus Gyotoro. You have Zenitsu and Inosuke, Inosuke versus, versus Daki. Daki. Yep. It's fucking Sick. incredible. This is one of my favorites for the hit show. What... <laughs> I'll start my timer. Literally
1: all I'll say about this is in episode 10 when Tengen and Gyutaro are having a sword clash and it's just shink, shing shing shink, shing, shing back and forth. They're screaming at the top of their lungs at each other
3: and everything is exploding. Is a fucking maze. Literally everything the is exploding. En- the entertainment district is <laughs> fucked. The ending of episode 10 where Zenitsu, Tanjiro, and Inosuke are screaming their heads off as they're cutting each other's fucking heads off. sync. Ah! It was fucking amazing. Just genuinely... Yep. Yeah, amazing. Tekken is also the coolest. He's so cool.
2: The sound The know. Fuck. All right,
3: You so know what? If you want cool. also husband, <laughs> Rip his... Right. Husbando,
0: he's hot as fuck. Spencer, what's your pick for um, fight so this fight scene? This
2: is going to upset Shane a lot. <clears throat> so I've seen this fight in Twitch... In, sorry, in Twitter clips. And then I went and I watched the scene... It is Luffy versus Kaido, round two. This, this is, is my, my pick, pick too. Go. This is my Let's pick. Fuck yes, go, Luffy. So,
0: how can anyone pick? How can anyone pick anything else this year when you go look at Luffy versus Kaido in how they fucking adapted it? It's today.
2: crazy what happens when you pay your animators mm-hmm, a yeah. lot of money and you're unionized <laughs> and. This is coming from a man who, unlike these two, does not follow One Piece religiously. I know the gist of a lot of One Piece because of Matt and Shane. But watching the animation in this, and then knowing what's coming up with Joy Boy in, in round three, I'm like, oh, okay. And then, you know, seeing that him and then Law shows up, and then... Kids w- there too. Kids there too. There Kids too. There too. There too. Eustace kid. And just the clashes, the explosions, the the like cut to like this blotchy, scratchy black and white as like you see the emperor's hockey no no conqueror's hockey conqueror's hockey hockey, um, do psychic (laughs) damage to Kaido and he's like oh fuck oh fuck oh it just top of the top of the class
1: Uh, honestly it's not mine but yeah Uh, shut the fuck up. All I'll say is um,
0: anyone who thought the auras were bad can go fuck themselves. Right. All right. Correct. Okay. Um, my reason, the reason this isn't mine is monkey brain go ha ha, I love Luffy, go punch punch. Um, honestly, this could go for the entirety of Roof piece Definitely. in general. Um, but honestly, it's specifically the Luffy versus Kaido bit when they finally, when Kid and Law are out of the fight and it's just the 1v1. That is my favorite bit. Uh, it is the rematch to end all rematches. It is Bouncy Boy versus Big Dragon Man. With um, uh, it's, you know, um, sometimes I don't care about thematic dissonance or like deep stuff. Sometimes I just want to see a strong, uh, a pirate man go, Whoa! and it's the <laughs> yeah. coolest shit I have ever seen in my life. I love One Piece. I love this shit. I love this franchise. God. Sometimes I just like watching people fucking annihilate each other with their fists. This is... You know, that's why I love martial arts movies. I don't... Yeah. That's why I love guns. Psychic damage. Psychic damage. Psychic damage. Let's talk about our final piece of music... Our final music award. Ooh, insert song. best insert songs. Insert song.
3: What's your favorite insert song of the year? My favorite insert song is from episode 19 of Spy Family. It is breeze by no name. This is when Yor is parkouring to go and give Anya her clothes. Oh, fuck. I love this scene. Okay, go. Go. This just comes out of nowhere. Like, this just... It's... Yor leaves the building. This music starts kicking in. You're like, oh, you know, this is good. This is good music. This is good music. Not too bad. And then they start doing Yor doing parkour. It starts getting even harder. And you're like, oh, Fuck oh fuck, oh fuck, and it has her flying through the fucking buildings and everything, it just, it goes into it, it goes ham, it's like, oh my fucking god, you start bopping your head, you're like, holy shit, this is a jam, and then you're like, what song is that? And you find the full song, and it's just, it's so amazing, it's, it is what an insert song should be, it's something that gets you excited, that adds to the fucking, what's going on, and makes it hype, and that's what it is, I love it chain?
1: Let's go Spencer, Spencer Spencer, what's your favorite insert best song? Best insert
2: song. Uh, my best insert song is uh, Blue Ass. It is the Kaguya-sama rap from episode 5 yep. of kaguya I
0: almost went with this. Um. Okay, you've got a minute. Come
2: okay, on. so this goes through so much that made me smile, ear to fucking ear. The, so the opening rap between Chica and confused about why... You know what? It, it's fine if you're into guys and you want to fuck them. I don't know. It makes me confused, but my heart beats pretty quickly about it because it's cool. <laughs> um, to to a 90s fisheye lens yep. into a ripped fabric effect into an upside-down skate park cut. <clears throat> After that, we get the... Queen-ass Bohemian Rhapsody, best part of that rap, which is Kaguya's rap, and then we get a spy sequence, and then in between Kaguya's rap and Blue-ass, we get Blue-ass, <laughs> which makes no sense to me still, and I watched that episode like three months ago. I love that
0: I love that insert song because it is the most early 2000s thing I have ever witnessed. And it Specific? came out, and it came out in twenty twenty genuinely
2: specifically like not, like two thousand and two to two thousand four like
0: MTV. MTV. This feels like it was made by Alien Ant Farm. Yep. Yeah. If you remember yeah. them, if you remember them, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shane, what's your or oh, what's your uh, insert song of the year, Matt? I really want to stay at your house,
1: and I hope that this works out. But you know how much you broke me apart. Mm. I'm done with you. I'm ignoring you. Mm. I don't want to know. My pick for best Insta song is "I Really Want to Stay at Your House" by Rosa Walden and Hallie Coggins for Cyberpunk Edge Runners. This is a
0: really good pick. I, I expect. I, I actually expected that. So get out. Um, this song makes me cry.
1: <laughs> I. Uh, It's very hard for me to listen to this song now after watching Edgerunners in full without actually crying. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what witchcraft they pulled to pick the absolute perfect song to encapsulate David and (laughs) Lucy's relationship, but they somehow did it. And it's crazy to me that this song was not made for the show. It was made for the game. Mm -hmm. And yet they somehow utilized it to its utmost potential... Especially at the end with the the moon shit. It, yeah. it's, it, it,
0: it's just perfectly placed, yeah. honestly. Uh, my pick for best insert song goes to a show that I haven't been able to award anything else, which sucks because it's one of my favorites of the year. So my best insert song... Is Be Crazy For Me by 96 Neko from Ya Boy Khan. Yeah, let's go, baby! Uh, which is in a show that has a lot of great insert songs, I think Be Crazy For Me is the best one. I think it is the is without a shadow of a doubt the best one, and it's mainly because of 96 Neko's vocal perform vocals. Uh, it is a it is it is pops it is a great pop song it is a great you've got great the lyrics are fantastic and they fit the that part of it. it's from episode 9 it's okay, from the later I was on say, in the so
2: it's, it's Ico's track
0: then. it's Ico's and it's so good and it's so well done <laughs> and uh, and the way that it's incorporated into the story is really well done it's just a fantastic piece of music and I love it personally I think it's fantastic and uh, it has 8 million views on YouTube it's like the most viewed insert song of the year um let's go sometimes sometimes the most viewed one is the best one is the best one yeah yeah sometimes the people just know let's talk about some garbage characters with worst male characters i'll
2: start you'll start who was the worst male character of the year it uh peter grill from the sex Punch show
1: hell yeah you don't even have to talk about it because we talked about it last year let's go baby
2: so as much as i'd like to say that like you know it's it's really sad what happens to him, you know, because all, all these girls are literally sexually assaulting him. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. uh, he's allowing it to happen. He does nothing to stop he it. He does nothing to stop it. He has
1: everything but, in his power to but,
2: stop but, it, but and then, he doesn't but do it. But pretends to be, like, like, the, like, even more of a victim. Because yes. he is still a victim. Yes, yes, honest. he is, yes. what's happening to him is not right. However, he does nothing to stop it. Instead, the show actively points at it and goes, that's a pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah. You like having sex with, with women, with having, goblin women. With pig girl. <laughs> it makes interspecies reviewers feel like a consent manga. Which it is, but... It is, but it's also yeah. just like, it makes it feel like, oh, maybe this shouldn't have been rescinded. Maybe this should be rescinded. <laughs> but, yeah, honestly should But it's yeah. only 10 minutes, so... Eh. Fair enough. Is Shane, is that your pick too? <clears throat> he didn't even watch Peter Grill, so... You don't know that... But
1: that <laughs> um, pick for worse, then. It's not my pick, even though it is a great pick. Um, my pick is kind of a cop out. Uh oh. Be- because this show is just ass <laughs> in general. And I literally can't remember any of their names, so I'm just lumping them all together. My so pick rough. for worst male character is the entire male cast of Rusted Armor. <laughs> the, <laughs> the entire. entire all cat. of them. Okay, all of them. Every single one so of them. The,
2: the one you were probably thinking of was the red one, right? They're, they're okay. all the, the same red, character. So the the red one was Saburo, and that's the only one I know because his VA was the most annoying. All
0: right, Shane, talk about the cast of Rusted Armors and why they bad. Um, none of
1: them are interesting. They try to have some depth, but it falls completely flat because the writing is <laughs> ass. I don't remember a single thing about any of them, and that's more telling than anything to me. Uh, when your entire cast leaves zero impression, yeah, you're all bad characters. Um,
3: just show bad. <laughs>
1: just show bad. So bad. There you
0: go. Hey, uh, Josh, who's your worst male character?
3: You know, I already got all my hate and vitriol out. Uh, Kazuya Kenoshida from Excellent. Rental Girlfriend. Excellent.
1: And Thank you for being
0: he, here. No, I appreciate it Not ourselves. only. No, not so, few,
3: you know what, Shane, start the timer because I'll get even more vitriol out. He is a spineless, useless, worthless, garbage, piece of Fucking filth garbage. He has no spine, no will. He's a piece of shit. He's manipulative. He's a fucking idiot. He is a simp. He is a fucking... He's fucking everything horrible about the human genome. (laughs) He fucking is hot garbage. He... I, I just... Everything about him. And this is me getting mad from the manga as well, because he's a fucking piece of useless garbage in the manga too, but just fuck him. Fuck Kazuya. If he got shot and was bleeding out on the road, I'd stand and laugh. I
4: I
1: would stop my... I'd pull my car over, get out of my car, look over his corpse, point
3: and laugh at the corpse. I genuinely hate him. Also, he's a cuck.
0: He is a cuck. He is a cuck. Definition of a cuck. He's everything wrong with... Harem protagonists. He's everything wrong with men. Yeah, yeah, men. He's everything yeah. wrong with men. My my worst male character goes to what I think is the the worst written character of the year. Um, because I finished this show and I regret every second of finishing this. It goes to Gaku Yuneta from Platinum End.
1: Oh, this fucker.
0: Uh, if you okay, so if you haven't seen Platinum End, uh, Gaku Unada is the Mister Scientist Atheist man. Who's like he's a god candidate who doesn't believe in God, and his whole gimmick is that he wants to become God to prove that God doesn't exist. <laughs> Already, you see the issues with this character. This doesn't uh, line up. Uh, <laughs> <way>. See, <laughs> uh, as a
2: comedy, that would be funny, but this isn't. This a is comedy. meant to be. This is edge Yeah, this is meant to be a serious That's thing. just.
0: Um, and it's he is, like, like everything about his character doesn't make any lick of sense. And by the end of the series, he just suddenly starts believing in God because he just. Feels like it one day, like oh well, I guess I I can't scientifically prove it, but I guess he exists. And his character arc, what character arc? There's no arcs in this fucking show. Platinum End is really fucking bad. If you haven't seen it, don't bother. It's stupid. Uh, But Gakuenada is like one of the worst written characters of the year, if not the worst. Let's talk about worst female character. Shane. So you thought I didn't
1: watch Peter Grill, huh? You watched a single episode. We have
2: the same one, right?
1: Well, my pick is all of them. So is
2: mine! Yes, Let's the entire go, female you, cast of Peter Grill. The entire Grille. female Literally,
1: cast of Peter Grill, which
2: I gave last year as well, if you remember,
1: because they're bad.
2: So mine is, and I quote, the entire female cast of the above show, <laughs> quote, Peter Grill and the, at least it's only 10 minutes. Yeah. So it's less painful, but still just as painful. Yeah. Um, they're solar, they're all
1: fun. rapists. Yeah, so you can just end it right there and say That's it. it, that's all I have to say. You know And what? you know what? No, I have more to say. So <laughs> it's not the fact that they're rapists, because they all are. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that they are recurring rapists. They keep doing it over and over and over again, literally learn nothing from their atrocities. Think that what they're doing is for the greater good. And... God. Thinking about this show makes my brain hurt. My singular brain cell is wanting to kill itself. I can feel it. Um, But yeah, they're just all bad. (laughs) And it... the, The worst thing this show does for women is... Women. Like, it... It paints women in such a... Horrible light that. Honestly, I'm
0: impressed. It is frankly, it, it, this show has single-handedly set back women's rights by like 100 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: okay. I'll, I'll, no. Sorry for me. Okay. So this does to women what Shield Hero initially did for men, <laughs> in which it is such a misandrist show to a weird mm-hmm. extent, because we're we're supposed to actively root for the rapists. To succeed in their raping, yep. because it's funny, and it's not that it's a one-off joke, as Shane said. It is a, it is a thematic point in the show that Peter Grill's sperm is powerful, so he gets raped, and that's funny. We to need these we need your spunk <coughs> gunk. Oh, I mean, one thing I'll give the show has a lot of creative terms for mm-hmm. the male spermatalia, um, and uh, it's just my favorite. Shit. My favorite
1: is booster juice.
2: It's just shit. I don't like women like that. <laughs> like that. You didn't really finish. You didn't really finish. You heard like, your first books. No, Spencer doesn't like I, women. We, I don't women like. I don't I fuck. I don't think. I, don't, hey, I don't Spencer recommend. buddy. Do, Spencer. I don't like women like that. There you go.
1: There no, not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm he p- really no. You really are. Um, <laughs> you cut me
2: off before I. <laughs> I the the
1: alarm cut you off, not me. Josh,
2: who's
0: your worst female character of the year? Is it
1: Ruka? Wh- is it Ruka. Which which one from Rent a Girlfriend? It's Ruka, obviously. Is it Ruka? He has
2: bad taste.
3: Ruka, Mommy, not Cheese Ruka. kind
2: of bad. Not Chizuru. Chizuru's Cheez-a-Ru. is bad as well. Like that's the whole point. There's not a good female character in that show. No,
3: there sh- are. There are. Uh, Sumi? Sumi. The only good female characters is sometimes Chizuru. Sometimes. Like, half Sumi. Of them. And sh- I don't know if she shows up in season two, because fucking, I'm not watching that piece of filth. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yaimori, who is the neighbor who actually tries to actively get them together.
1: God bless her fucking little soul. Anyway, who do you want to talk
0: about? Nah, fuck them all. I'm done.
1: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, my
0: worst favorite... I didn't watch Peter Girl because... Yeah, don't I'm, do that to yourself. I'm, I'm intelligent, but I did watch one episode of this when it first aired, all the way back in winter, and it, mainly for the memes. But I decided to not watch it fully because I realized that watching it every week would I would have killed myself. Yeah. I would have committed suicide. So my worst female characters is the entire female cast from world and Harem, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because they are no. they are not characters. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I forgot this show existed. They know are what? Uh, Understandable. They are not characters. This is the worst kind of female character. Like when you mention, like, okay, the rapist is obviously really bad. Uh this is a bad in a different way, where these are not characters, these are objects for men to oogle yep. yep, at and yep, 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 yep. use as nothing but like Litter, condoms, literally in this world women are used as objects for fertilization and, and it's it. and, and I'm like, Wow! This is misogynistic. And it's, it's, and none of them are, in, because none of them are interesting, and they also make me feel like shit. Uh, because it's like, wow, this is, this is so, this is, we set back, like, at least a couple of decades yeah. in terms of representation Wor- here. World's
1: End like, Harem makes me feel bad for having um, sex. and
0: also the censorship is garbage. If you're gonna have, a, <laughs> if you're gonna have a show like this, at least show me the penetration, please. Don't, don't hide it above, like, random, like,
2: fucking sorry piece shit turn off. Uh, <laughs> we have a crisp soundbite of that. I just wanna I just wanna Just just, show me the penetration. I just wanna state that. We were all silent. That is a crisp (laughs) soundbite.
1: Just show
0: me the penetration, please. (laughs) What's next,
1: man? The most what
0: what moment made us go what the fuck the most?
1: Before we get to that, I do wanna say we're running two hours and we are over two thirds of the way through the awards. I think this is a record. Excellent job, guys. This is a record. So what's the most what the fuck moment? Most what the fuck moment. Spencer? Um, Go first. Do we all have the same one?
2: So, I'm, I'm waiting for my list to load again, uh, just just for the name of it, uh, because I like naming things unique things here on The Gap, uh, specifically because it fills me with some form of joy in my sad, pathetic life. Um, but I believe, because it's still not loading, I believe I called this one Ed Wright Choreographed Rabbit Maid Murder. Um... Akiba, Made War, episode one.
1: Yeah, that's mine too. Yeah, yeah. It, this is also mine. Yeah.
2: Okay. I could pick anything from this show. Did you have the
1: same one? Okay. okay. Let's let Josh go first then, yeah. since he's the only one who doesn't have the same one. So Josh, what's your most what the fuck moment of the year?
3: Humano's fucking dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah.
3: She's just... Yeah. She's just dead... Uh, this fucking came out of nowhere. I'm just watching episode 8, like, or episode 9, like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy shit. Everyone got shot in the fuck... Chainsaw, man. Oh, even yes. Himeno is fucking
1: dead, oh, Spencer. Oh, yeah, sorry.
3: Everyone got shot in the fucking head. Everyone is fucking dead. And Himeno... Just fucking died. She's just dead. She's... Well- She's just dead. They built her up. They built this character around her. She was cool. I liked her. I wanted to fuck her.
1: <laughs> she's dead. Welcome to being a Chainsaw Man
0: fan. She's
2: she made just, a bad
0: deal, dude. She's just... She made a bad deal. She's just dead. Chainsaw Man pacing be like... Yeah. She's just...
3: She's just dead. Everyone got fucking their brains blasted out. And, and time ben, to, move to move on. At least she
1: barfed on, on Denji. Yep. hmm At least.
3: Yep.
2: So, Maid Wars. So, I was actually... I nailed it. Edgar Wright choreographed rabbit maid murder is exactly what i put. I don't... Okay.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to give any explanation. It's on mine. The only thing I'm going to say about it is just watch the first episode and you'll get it. Yeah. Just watch the first Um, episode, you understand.
1: All that I will say about it is... Yo, John Wick looking pretty crazy right now.
0: John Wick Chapter 4 took a really interesting turn. Yeah.
2: All I'm gonna say is I agree, having John Wick be female and thirty-four and, and a maid, maid in nineteen nineties Akiba. A with a glock? With a glock, multiple glock. A bold
0: narrative choice.
2: But that is a bold narrative decision. <laughs> um yeah, so basically what I said, uh edgar Wright choreographed rabbit maid murder. Um is all you need to know. Uh I'm caught up on this show and I still don't know if I like it or not. Even if it's good. It's uh, like
1: 10 episodes in.
2: Yeah. All I know is, um, it is an animation. Yeah. And moves. the end of that first episode had me like this.
1: He's pondering. Oh, his his head's in his hands. He's praying. Fuck yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Let's uh let's uh, get to let's get to, Let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about our what, <clears throat> like, what the show that we felt nobody paid attention to. Let's talk about our most underrated of the year. Shane, what do you think was the most underrated show of the year? So this is one
1: that outside of you Matt I saw literally no one else talking about. And that's usually a pretty good basis for me to pick this award. So my pick for most underrated series is the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. This is a great show. Excellent show. For I'm sorry, timer. For anyone who watched the podcast would know, my favorite show of the summer season. The, my favorite show of the summer season above... Lycoris, like above Devil is a Part-Timer, above Yurideko, the Uwasa show, or the Science Art show, um, this is a great show, and it's so wholesome and charming, and the characters are all likable, and it's just so goddamn cute, and yet for whatever reason, I literally did not hear a soul talk about this. Maybe Jeff... And Jeff mentioned it But I, it I once. did not watch his uh, What to Watch video. He mentioned
0: it. He, he mentioned it. But he didn't talk and, about it much. And it's a real shame
1: because I honestly do think it is one of the most underrated shows of the year. Despite its 7.8 on Mal, if I don't hear anyone actively talking about it, then I'm like, has anyone actually fucking seen this? Because I have and It's fucking great.
0: Yeah, it's one of my favorite so, yeah. It's really good. I think it's one of my favorite comedies of the year. It's one of the sweetest shows of the year. If yes. you're into like a show... It- it's it, like sweetness and lightning. Level. If you love Barakamon or sweetness and lightning and that stuff, it's like that. But now there's also a Yakuza, so sometimes someone gets shot in the head. Yep. Um, and sometimes dudes beat each other up. And also, and as someone who spent a year playing the greatest game series of all time, like a Dragon um, or Yakuza, whatever. Yakuza. Yu Gogo Toku. It's yeah, I I loved it because it hit all the boxes. Josh, what is your most most
3: underrated? underrated. He big. She's small. Ah. Uh, a oh, Haran son. A Haran son. is incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was just a, you know what? He big, she small is a pre-play thing, but it was good. It was cute. It was funny. The relationship really worked. The comedy was pretty well done. The dub was very well done. It was just a really cute show. I think Jeff did talk about it in... <coughs> It was either Jeff or Gart talked about it in their what to watch, but not a lot. I think it scored like a seven point five on Mel. It was a good little romance show, and it was actually finding off on the only romance shows where they get together in the end. Love those shows. Yeah, those are the you know, best. Clanad. Clanad. And then depression.
1: Yeah. But so we don't talk about that anyway but yeah uh our boy spenny's in the bathroom so matt what's your most underrated series
0: uh it's a show that has like a six on mal but i actually think it's one of the best of the year uh so you know you you know there's, there's always that situation where you're like wow this show is like literally one of the most creative unique and like just bizarre sh- like bizarre shows i've ever seen i love it and then you look on its mal score and it's like a 6.2
1: yeah
0: and, and you're like huh at my almost underrated of the year is Yuri Deco. Yep, this uh, was my runner-up. Uh, the, the fact that this has such a low rating on Mao is indicative of the anime community at large and the crimes they have committed. Um, Listen, anime fans don't deserve right. Anime
1: fans deserve to be put in prison. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Deco is one of my favorite shows of the year, particularly because of its animation mm. and its sheer creativity. I don't know if it's Science Starter's best show. That's not hard to say. Um, probably not. However, it is one of the most unique. And it is very much worth your time to check out because it is so different and new. And it deals with some very relevant topics involving, uh, the way, and not just, obviously, the metaverse shit and crypto and that stuff. But also just (coughs) the general relationship to the internet and technology and social media and how we, and how it has literally changed us. In ways that are both good and bad, so. Watch Yuri Spencer, Spencer, welcome back.
2: Was, was, was most was, underrated. Most underrated. No, what, what was birds? Uh
1: He big, she small. I had A Aharon, okay. Yeah. Aharon. Um, mine was... Yakuza got baby What's your most underrated? Well,
2: mine currently sits on Mao at, at like a six point something, even though it deserves a lot more, because <laughs> it was created... Not directed, but created by the goat Taniguchi. It is a stab life.
0: Oh. I forgot that this aired this year. Right. I thought it was last year. A
2: stab year. life. Studio Polygon Pictures.
1: I thought for a second you were going to pick
2: uh, Back Arrow. Or was that last that year? That was last year. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so, a stab life is interesting. Because it also deals with, like... The the downsides of putting people in boxes, and not like literal boxes, but like the concept is that society is that society and in this part of Japan is basically split into different sections, and each sections the people are only allowed to act and be of certain types, and they're all overrun by this AI controller that makes sure that everybody stays in their area. And the main characters offer to help people escape, um, because they don't or because they don't want to be in that area. So it's the downside of putting people in these boxes and not allowing people to be free and express themselves. But also, surprisingly well done CG because Polygon Pictures does a good job, and created by Taniguchi, it deserves a lot more than like a six point one on Mao or something like that. That's a
1: hundred
0: percent CG score.
2: That's that's yeah, where that's coming explain. from. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's dumb. just dumb. The I think the I think the backlash against CG got to its dumbest this year. I think officially they were it's like okay y'all are just stupid like with, shut up with a, um a stab like Chainsaw Man and a bunch of other shit. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Yeah. it's not. We're done. Stop yeah. this. Yep. we they stop this? Stop. Uh, stop.
3: Who's complaining?
0: And in Dragon Ball there were the people complaining about Dragon Ball too. Yeah. 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 And even though that looked fantastic, uh, but. With an underrated, comes like, an overrated. Cause an overrated. What do you think was the most overrated show of the year? Not first. bad,
2: just overrated. I will, I will go first. Um. So you know how sometimes I'll give awards because companies won't start won't start pushing a show in my fucking face, and I don't like rent that? Rent-Your-Girlfriend was that last no. year? No, yeah. Rent-Rent-Your-Girlfriend rent was Yeah, that. ads
1: were all over Crunchyroll for um, that shit.
2: Yeah, so that has happened to me recently. <laughs> And it's not because I've even talked about the show out loud. It's just because Crunchyroll doesn't have anything to show me. And it's more than a married couple but not lovers. Studio Mother. I have heard this show is
0: Oh my god! The show, the, the, I've only seen this show, I I, I haven't oh. watched the show, but I know enough where like it's one of those shows that anime, Annie Twitter loves it because of the SakuGa. Oh There's a lot of SakuGa god. in
2: it. And you can have a lot of SakuGa. And okay, go ahead. So just oh, to be safe, though, because it's been pushed on me, I want you know what? Fine, whatever. Just like rent a girlfriend. I, I'll, I'll watch the first episode. Um, this show sucks. This show is genuinely terrible. It's really bad. Not only is this a bad look at like relationships, where in in, <coughs> in, a, in a year in which we've had great relationships like Yor and Lloyd, or uh, Gojo and Maureen, or um, Nazna Nazna and Co,
0: Suleta and Suleta and
2: M- M- um, This show is bad. And it's really bad because there's not only a manipulative female character wanting to get a relationship out of this, but an equally as manipulative male character. And they think that putting the manipulative people together is going to be funny, but it's not. And Crunchyroll, shame on you for pushing this. (laughs) Because this show sucks not as much as Rent a Girlfriend, but by Jove, is it bad? I will say, this would probably be my guilty pleasure of the year,
1: because I have watched this show.
0: I've I've heard... It, real bad. I heard it leans into the guilty pleasure yep, stuff yep, as yep, it goes yep, on. Yep, yep. I heard it does get more enjoyable as it goes on. I might
2: check it out after it's I I,
1: I started watching it because of uh, Pink Haired Girl with Big I know Boobies.
2: Je-
0: I know Jeff likes it for the guilty pleasure
1: stuff. No, but
2: he- Jeff likes Love Flops. That's a different show.
0: <laughs>
1: I started watching it for Pink Haired Girl Big Boobies. And I'm still watching it
0: because of that. But, like... Has it gotten more enjoyable, at least? I can deal with it. It's, like, it's... How f- much soccer is there? Because apparently there's a lot of it. In all the right places, in my Okay. okay. Alright, Josh, what's your most overrated of the year, then? Is it Rental Girlfriend again? Well, that actually... Let, uh, the anime community turned on that this year. Isn't no,
3: it? so... The Rental Girlfriend fans... There's two types of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the dumb fucking idiots that are simply like Kazuya. And that they think it's the greatest show ever and that it's so relatable and it's amazing that Chizuru, Ruka, all the So are relatable, okay. Yeah, and then there's the people that have realized or who have read the manga that despise it. Sadly, the people that despise it get overshadowed by the fucking idiots of the masses. And it's a goddamn shame it's just you don't even have to hit the button <laughs> it's Rent-A-Girlfriend this show is just I was gonna say Shield Hero but like most people agree that yeah Shield most Hero people was, have turned on that it well. was yeah. just it was just mid yeah.
0: but sh- yeah.
1: fuck Rent-A-Girlfriend
0: alright Shane what's your most I'm favorite? ready to make fucking
1: enemies why your most overrated I feel bad about saying this because okay I have to preface this with saying overrated does not mean bad it's just that the stigma around the show is kind of exhausting chainsaw man mm-hmm. I mean honestly understandable it's not chainsaw one... man it's the new big thing people are
0: treating it like it's the second coming of Can anime you know Jesus. Did agree. so you so basically you're saying 8.8 on mal too high uh,
1: yeah. yeah don't get me wrong it's a incredible adaptation the work that map has put it... <laughs> the work that map has put into the show is incredible the story content itself from the source material is amazing chainsaw man is like a modern classic in terms of manga but man i don't i don't think it's even in top 3 of this season if i'm being real with you
0: mm-hmm. i think i think the reason why i think you find i think this can be put into words what makes the manga as you said is a <laughs> modern classic what makes i love this adaptation a lot but it has one thing that the manga does infinitely better this feels like a very studio adaptation yes it's very standardized it la- why is everything grayscale um, why is it all grayscale? why 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 is it all grayscale i prefer the, the the harsh visuals of the manga a yes. lot more and the more it's much more vibrant and out there, and weird. I do think, I'm, I'm, which makes me I'm wondering what happens when they get to the end of the part one. When stuff. it gets wacky. What are they going to do? But What, yeah, what um, are they going to do?
1: It's
2: okay, I forgive you.
1: It's fine. Yeah, Chainsaw Man is my pick for overrated, because it's a great show. I'm not saying it's bad, because it isn't. It's just a product of the hype cycle. It's been pushed. It's been hyped up for years at this point, And yeah, it did deliver... But I don't think it's the second coming of Anime Christ that
0: everyone else seems to think it is. Um, My almost overrated goes to a show which... I didn't... When it first aired, didn't care for it. And i I seen... The anime community seemed to agree with me. Until... It's second core. Where it jumped up to an 8.3 on Mal. And... It's now been... I've seen it on like... Multiple best of any year lists. Anime, anime. Hell, someone put it on their best of list for shows in general, including like live action and Western stuff. My most favorite goes to Ao Aishi. Oh, the soccer show! Because everyone, because I had this. I sat down and watched the entire first half. Again, I like. I said, I sat down and recently watched the first half of it. Because everyone's telling me, no, the first couple episodes are bad, but it gets really, really good later. And it's like that, like one of the best sports shows in recent years. I can't get into it. I, I can't. It's some, something about it's not clicking with me. I think that it doesn't look that great. It doesn't look horrible, but... Eight fucking three on Mal. Are you? Sh- no. Are no, you? No no, 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 are, no, no. no. Are y'all really that desperate? Are, y- are y'all really in that? Are, is this World Cup fever? Ah! Hi mom. We're doing the podcast. I'm sorry, I didn't know it'd be now. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but like, it's it like I it's like. Is it just World Cup fever? I don't. know. Something about our actually just isn't doing it for me.
2: Maybe it's in the second half. Salary Man's Club came out this year. Fucking Uh, Blue Lock.
0: Yeah, Blue Blue Lock. Blue Lock is really good. Same
2: sport. Yeah. Uh, Let's
0: talk about art. Oh. Let's talk about... Oh, Best Art? Best Best Art of
2: the Year. I'll kick it off. Yeah. Uh, Best Art uh, goes to uh, Tatami Time Machine Blues. Fair fair enough. Go. Okay, so uh, the same reason why I would say that Tatami Galaxy is... Best Art is exactly the same reason why. There is no art like Tatami Galaxy. No. Uh, a, well, the Tatami Galaxy series, kind of Tatami Time Machine. It's a series now. It is a series now. Um, Tatami Time Machine Blues has the same reason why you would like something like Bochic or Pop Team, because it deals with a lot of different aesthetics and art styles, is exactly what happens in Tatami Time Machine Blues. Um, it is a gorgeous art style. Like, gorgeous. It's really simplistic, but that allows it to have more fluidity and Mm -hmm. motion to it. Everything has this kind of ebb ebb and flow, and it just is a a feast for the eyes on every frame, because you don't know what they're going to do next.
1: Well, that's like one of the basic principles of animation, is the more simplistic an art style is, the more you can get out of it in terms of motion, because you can play with the fluidity of it a a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I took up your last ten seconds. That's fine.
3: Josh. Art style of the year. The we and you had the same our side we have it's year Call of the Night it's Call of the Night thank you for being here you. sure. for your thank you. we, we've choice. already said everything there is to say about it do you want me to start the timer then? no we don't even need to it's, well, it's, okay, you I'll start, start the timer start for me
1: it's already been said the vibes man the immaculate vibes? The, the neon coloring mm-hmm. of the night sky the twinkle of the stars the fluorescent hues of the street lights the character designs the, character the distinct designs. character designs that's mm-hmm. what does it for me it's Everything about the show is a vibe, and that comes down to the art, too. And like I've said
3: millions of times before, it really depicts so, nightlife in a way I've never I seen actually, it before. Shane made a good point about Chainsaw Man, how it's just being done as something by a studio. This feels like something that's personal. Yeah, it yeah. does. This feels like something that is a passion project that was love was put into it. Every single frame you can pause... And you will have something that's beautiful. Wallpaper the anime. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. And before I clarify, yes, uh, Chainsaw Man does. Is I I know Chainsaw Man was a passing project. Please don't oh, it yell at us in the comments. We know it was. Don't yell at us. Don't but...
2: worry. Don't don't worry. I got their back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, what's your pick, Matt, for best art? Uh, because uh, I'm I'm shocked you didn't go with this mob. Mob cycle it... 100. If once in... again. For it, one last time when it, it was not, it, i gave it I, to it last time and i it, will say if it wasn't for call of the night and the way it depicted
1: nightlife it probably would have been i'm mob. just
0: giving it to mob mainly because then there's nothing like mob in terms of visuals and I just love one's art style yep. I yep. think that i think that's something it's so it's simplistic and detailed and i like the fact that at this point uh you could yeah i i am gonna come out and say i think one is a genuinely amazing artist i think he has a distinct style that he really leads into i personally love it
3: it's one of my only issues with um one punch man is Murata is an amazing artist
0: he lacks one. lacks lack.
3: one's personality.
0: Yeah, it, it lacks a lot of the like really down, which is why uniqueness, it, which is why uh, Natsume's adaptation was so good because it balanced the two really well. Yes, but um, it, but I what I loved about um this particular uh like what I love about is that Bones decided to take his art and just do it yes as it was his art and it makes Mob feel so unique and different and it... and yeah I think it just looks fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Now, time for best overall animation. This is one of the big ones. Cool oh boy. Oh um, boy. And we had, and uh, not gonna lie, we had a smorgasbord of, anim- of beautiful animation in terms of shows this year. It was not an easy pick. I will start then, because it was easy for me. Is it going to be Mob? It's Mob. Mob Sweep? Mob Sweep, mob sweep baby. Mob Sweep.
1: I think we're You literally just said, because art and animation go in tandem, there's literally nothing that looks like Mob. And that goes to how it moves as well. Just the amount of abstract value, the amount of idiosyncrasy in its animation, the sakuga for the action is incredible, but this season, this season in particular, I forgot the timer, this season in particular really goes ham with character acting, even more so than the prior seasons. And honestly, what put Mob above everything else for me was Episode 8. Oh. The infamous 20K frame episode. And yeah, it lives up to that. And it's all character Holy
0: sh- shit. It's all character animation, too. Which is nice. Never- yeah,
1: like, they went out with a bang, and they really should have, and it really shows that this team. Once it moves past Mob, and once the
0: season and show are done, mm-hmm. they're going to do some great things. I want to to do an original. Yes. Um, also, uh, if you want to know, the 20K frame... They have at least one 20K frame episode a season. The Mob vs. Mogami from season Yeah, that's that. that's So obvious. don't you love that they gave a dialogue-centric character-focused episode the same treatment as Mob vs. Mogami? That's, like, such a based decision. It's such a Mob thing to do. <laughs> um, uh, Josh... So best hey Chainsaw animation. Man fans, don't
3: There's, think I'm a hater because Chainsaw Man's overall animation
0: is really rompers. fucking good. Honestly, one of the St- best looking t- studio anime I've
3: seen S- Studio Ooh. Mappa doing what Studio Mappa does best. Batch crazy
0: stuff. The end. <laughs> It's a, it, it's also insane on how most of the uh, Denji stuff when he's Chainsaw Man is not is CG. incredible. No, it's not just CGI. It's incredible. It's, or it's two D. It it's all hand drawn. Nice.
3: It's just it's incredible. Shane, you don't even need to start the timer. No, I
2: didn't.
0: It's, it's
3: it's incredible.
1: Who's yeah, unlike you
2: guys, I'm a, I'm not a fucking coward. Uh, not counting you, of course. Chainsaw well, Man. Well, I mean,
1: you're a coward for not watching Mob, but that's another topic.
2: Chainsaw Man mm-hmm. rules. He is a Mappa, saw, and don't a man. miss. Okay? They really fucking don't. And it's it's and it's unlike and and which t- I talked about this with Matt. Demon Slayer animation is really good, but it's a lot of compositing and <laughs> particle effects. It kind of clutters up the frame. Um while there is a lot of blood and gore and guts and sparks and all that coming off it never feels cluttered. It feels like it has a place and like everything's there for a reason. And then when you have like the, the like the action scenes, like of course we have the badass Kobeni scene where she's flipping and dipping, running up things, shooting with a gun. That shit was, so that cool. Shit was cool. You know, we have the introduction to Cone where um, the, the fox head just comes out of a building and just, whoosh, gone. Um, nothing beats it. It's just rad.
0: Best oh, for me uh I have a feeling. This was hard because there's a lot of shows this year that really, really honestly could have done it. And specifically this season. <laughs> specifically Especially. this season. There's and there's some there's some shows that are legitimately some of the best T V work I've ever seen. Um but the show I had to give that I gave the the, the reason I gave it to this show is because I feel like it uh, I love shows that are very weird and experimental with the way they do their animation. Yep. So for me, best overall animation goes to Bochi, Bo-chi the, the Rock. Rock. Yep. Yep. Uh, I saw that coming. Uh, there has never been. I um, the uh, this show has like I think like it's main. It's mostly two D animation. I say mostly because for like one off gags, they'll have it's like a stop motion sequence. Or a hand puppet sequence. Or lead, live action or sequence. Or live action
2: bits. Or, um, what's that fucking... or Tagarianette? That, like, yeah. spinning image? Yeah,
0: the, 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 the Tagarianette. They had... They had a, a, a scene in the, one of the later episodes of sand animation. For a gag. Um... And to me, that is... They go... Ab- when you go above and beyond like that, that, to me, that... Or, like, to me, that's perfect. That means you know what you're doing as a director and an animation team. And the amount of care and love put into this. They do the scene. The, in episode 8, there's a big musical scene. It's all 2D animated rotoscoped. Mm-hmm. No CG characters this time. That's all we we'll need to say. It's, it's brilliantly done. And, ah, uh, okay. Uh, okay,
1: we're getting down to the nitty gritty, boys. We, are, we only got a few left.
0: Yeah, we are we are getting down to the nitty gritty. We are almost done here. I think we have five left before best and worst. Uh
2: one, two, three, four, five. Yep, yeah, five.
0: Oh jeez We are keeping time. Very good. So let's talk about one of our last genre awards, best slice of life series. Oh Spencer. Slice of life. Ooh, what's yeah. your
2: favorite slice of life of the year? Uh Best Slice of, Oh, e- easy. I can do this in thirty seconds. Okay, I'll give you 30 seconds. Okay, ready? ready? Time to Your time starts now. So it's Do It Yourself by Studio Pine Jam. Agreed. It, it is my version of EuroCamp. Done. Wow, that was five seconds. You do. <laughs> it's my version of EuroCamp. It yeah. is soft and comfy and fluffy and... Everybody makes me want to be a better person while also learning how to do woodwork. You talk about do yourself, Shane. I 100% agree with him. It's do-it-yourself. When
1: your show starts on a pun that literally sets the stage for the rest of the show, that's all you need, baby. And the fact that it's cute girls making things like furniture and structures and DIY projects... It's such a unique concept because I don't think I've seen a slice of life tackle this kind of activity before. And the fact that it's all Sakuga, Um The art style is incredible with the really colorful pastel designs. It's um, a sci-fi for some reason, too. For whatever reason, it's set in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, all about, like, the future of, like architectural designs and it's like got really weird building designs and there's robots and shit robots
2: are taking her jobs. it's
1: just really weird and out there for a show that doesn't need to be and i loved every second of it
0: uh josh you're the slice of life connoisseur we'll leave it with you i'll end
3: things off with the actual slice of life you know what that's fair okay uh
0: mine um i almost went do yourself but you know what I I honestly, like, you know what, what was, like, the, the, what, for me, Slice of Life is always, like, what, like, what life would I want to actually do, be a part of? Best Slice of Life goes to Spy Family. Hell yeah, baby. I I think, like, because this is the most unique kind of Slice of Life show. I think maybe has been made in years. It is a breath of fresh air for that genre.
1: It's a slice of life. It's, it's, a, it's about
0: family life. It's about family life. yeah, there's, life. there's spy
1: it, shit and espionage in there. There's an
0: overarching yeah. plot and story and stuff, but like, there's some episodes that are literally, there's literally an episode in season one, in the first core, which is literally like, Yor gets drunk, he 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 he, and that's there's the entire, entire episode. episode there's too. an entire episode about Anya playing dodgeball, like it's Dragon Ball also. That's just an episode, and to me, that's a slice of life. You can have an overarching story as a slice of life, then do it yourself has one yeah and so like it, but like it's it's like having the snippets of the, the lives of these characters and that's what Spy Family does so well you feel like you're part of this like this weird family at the end of every episode and that's great so
1: alright Slice of Life King what's the what's the what tip top what's the what's the crown jewel
3: how has this not been talked about Partially my fault for not talking about it Komi-san wa Oh, Komi. It's Komi-san. What is there to say that... I, I gave you three seconds. That? That's all you need to say. That's all I need. It's Komi-san. Komi. You get,
0: did you give it last year or two? He did, yeah. Yes, I did. Um, Animation Komi. is incredible. So let's talk about individual episodes then. Oh, fuck This God. is always one of the harder ones because there's like so many episodes so that yeah. in the year. I will lead things off. No one,
3: and I mean no one here would be able to guess it. It is... Episode 8, I shall name the title first, Backlighting is the Best, Episode 8 of Dress Up Darling. Oh. 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 This one. So this is the one when they're on the beach. Ah, yeah. And it's the second half of this episode, I don't know what it is, the animation is spectacular, But it's just the interactions between Gojo and Maureen feel so real. Like, it's just, it's a beautiful in-look of what a proper functioning relationship is. And it's just them enjoying each other's presence and having a fun time. The animation is gorgeous. The music is gorgeous. Their interactions are amazing. I just love it. I don't know why I just go back to it time and time again. I'm like, I want this. I like this. This is perfect. I like being happy and loved. <laughs> I like being happy. I like seeing two people. I like a relationship in an anime that's just, you know, normal. Mm-hmm. Spenny, what's your best individual episode
1: of
2: the year, baby? So I felt bad not putting this anime anywhere else, because I could have put it a lot of places. <clears throat> um, th- my favorite episode... Is um, episode six of your boy, Calming, Calming's freestyle. So this episode focuses on Kabe Taijin, a kind of nervous, washed-up battle rapper, who at the end of episode five gets challenged to a rap battle by Calming, and he says, "If if I win, you're gonna join me on my team, and we're gonna make the world a better place." And this. This happened the same week, Runrit, as the kaguya song rap. So it was just rap week. It was two episodes of raps. Um, First off, the rap battle rules, like genuinely rules. Second off, um, the animation and music and play and how it acts on each other is great. Um, It's it's hilarious uh, how like they're taking it really really seriously, as if life and death. But it just there's something about it where. I went back and actually rewatched the episode. That rap battle is only like the last third of the episode. Everything else is built up to that in just Kongming rules. Shane.
1: You,
2: you've gotten so good at
1: that, nice Shane. What's your favorite episode of the year? So I, will s- I think I know what it is. I think we have the same one. But I will say this episode aired back in April. Mm-hmm. And after I watched it, I wrote it down and said to myself it's going to take a lot to top this. this One and a few shut up, and a few episodes came close. Episode 6 of Edge Runners, honestly episode 9 and 8 of Mob. Um but ultimately I come back to this episode and I think man, this director has such a bright future ahead of her. And it is episode 1015 of One Piece. Directed
0: by Megumi Ishitani, Straw Hat Luffy, the man who will become the Pirate King. That's the full title of the episode.
1: This episode proves how prolific of a director Ishitani is. She, out of everyone I've seen work on One Piece, has the most knowledge, the most ability to adapt this source material to the best it could possibly be. She gives so much depth and texture and context for moments in the manga that Oda may not have given enough time because, you know, it's One Piece. Everything has to be constantly moving. But she she just knows what makes One Piece so special. And you can see it from start to end in this episode because it is filled with inspired directorial choices. From art style to storyboarding to motifs, themes, character arcs. It's got all of it, and it ends with the best ending to an episode I've seen this year. Yeah.
0: It's my favorite. Shut too. the fuck up. It's my favorite, too. And the reason why it's my favorite is the fact that Nichita, like, Ichitani is just such an incredible director, and she is able to just convey so much emotion very, simplicity, very easily. And... I, and this this episode's a love letter to all things one piece. It's a love letter to the series and it's the perfect and it's a great moment and it ends so strongly and it's at the perfect moment in this arc as well because it's everything in Wano had been building up to this moment. And the only thing I can think of is after watching this episode was two things. One, Ishitani deserves more than just working on One Piece. Yes. She deserves her own show or give her a feature. Um, like a One Piece feature or even like a her own feature second uh, I fucking love One Piece I love One Piece dude. I fucking One love
1: One Piece continues to be the One fucking piece. GOAT One uh,
2: Piece pretty good this week It One Piece crazy
1: good this week One if she week. if she is not on to direct <laughs> Gear 5
0: we riot uh, who would be your second pick if she's not <laughs> That's a good question. Nagamine? Nagamine probably. Yeah. No, probably. But he's a great he's the action guy. Yeah, we so that's getting what, closer and closer. Getting closer. closer. Let's talk about saddest mm-hmm. moment. What made us cry? <laughs> Josh, what was your saddest moment? Can I say all of uh Cyberpunk
3: Edgerunners is the saddest I, moment? You know what? I would be right there with <laughs> you, know, you. You know what? You know what based. All of Cyberpunk Edgerunners is incredibly depressing. <laughs> One of the saddest moments for me. Sorry, Spencer. Spoilers. Rebecca fucking just died. Oh. She, it's... They the, killed the lolly? Damn. It's the fact uh-huh. that she gets gatted in like a second. She, her, it's just it's, one and done.
0: When you've in a moment here. Everything... And then she, she dies. Everything she's Jesus. done. Her last words are fuck you. Yeah. Which, you know what? Perfect, end, perfect end for Rebecca, but also like, just kind of like, oh, Queen. Queen, did they just do... You have to do a double take when they do that. It's like, oh, did they just what's it, oh, do that? I'm having
3: the biggest brain fart. MC's name David. David. David, David. Everything she has done for David. She did so much for him. And for her to go out like that just hurts. Yeah, it does.
0: So much. Um
1: I will say it's not that for me, but it's from Edge Runners. Mine is specifically the ending, or yeah. as I call it, "I wish I could go to
0: the moon with you." But yeah, mine is the final moments of Cyberpunk. Yep. It's depressing. This is, hey. the, this is the saddest ending to an it. anime I've seen in a yeah.
1: while because it it goes to show you don't beat Night City; Night City beats you. And the fact that... Sorry for spoilers, Spencer. That's fine. Um, the fact that David had everything in his power to avoid this, and yet he still went down the same path that Main did. Main warned him. Everyone else warned him. But he did it anyway. And it really is the fact that it was all... Av- it was the fact that it was all... All avoidable. Avoidable at the end. Like, it didn't have to be this way. And yet, ultimately, it's how things went... And it's really sad, and I, I cried like a bitch when Lucy goes to the moon after everything has calmed down, and she sees the vision of David in her visor, like there with her. What
0: pain, pain,
3: In that, for me, once again, it being all avoidable is what makes Rebecca's death for me so painful. She she wants, gets gaddened like she seconds. tries him, tries to tell him so many times, David. You're, ta- you're doing too much. You're taking it too far. And yeah. yet... Fuck Adam Smasher.
0: Fuck Adam Smasher. Yeah. You, you get to kill him in the game, too. Yeah. So. Crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, cra- it's crazy
1: how Edge Runner single-handedly revive the game. the game, and the first thing anyone
0: did coming from the anime was beat the fuck out of Adam Smasher. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, when it comes to the Cyberpunk, the ending, it's just kind of like... This is one of the saddest endings to an anime I've seen in a while, and... It's not surprising, I should have expected this, because Cyberpunk, uh, just the genre has always kind of towed the line with this kind of darkness, uh, with its stories, but also, like, it's Amashi, it's Hiroki Amashi, who has been known, if you've watched his other shit, he has been known to not pull punches with his endings, um... Gurren Lagun and Kill a Kill aren't necessarily the happiest of endings.
3: Kill a Kill probably the happiest out of them all.
0: Yeah, and that's not even. And it's got some dark shit, and it, it doesn't end like. Sh- and so like, like like so you probably should have expected this. He really likes his more tragic kind of bitter sweet endings, and this is as down of an end, downer of an ending as you can. Probably done intentionally because of the game, but yeah, it's a bitch. It's a pain. Spencer, what made you cry
2: <clears throat> yeah, so, or be sad? So I, I unfortunately yeah. didn't watch uh, Edge Edgerunners. Um, not because I, I didn't want to, but because it was, that came out in the middle of my massive assignment. Well,
1: it, ca- it came out
2: probably right as school was starting. Yeah. Because it was the
1: second week of September yeah. it dropped.
2: right as school was starting and I was getting into school. But uh, one thing that made me cry when I read it and made me cry when I watched it was uh, The Death of the Dog. Uh, Pochita from Chainsaw Man. It's true. Yeah. Poochie. Uh, you, okay. know, you don't justify. Go. Okay. Doggy. So, it's always sad when an animal dies. And I don't care about Lolly Rebecca getting shot because it's, it's Night City. Mm-hmm. And I don't care uh, that that David made some bad decisions because I'll be it's back, Night back City. in a couple seconds. I'm getting a gun. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, It's just who I am. I've always... Sure, it's sad, and, and, I'm, and I probably will cry, but there's nothing more sad to me than the death of an animal and the death of a best friend and the death of your only best friend and Po, and Pochita was Denji's shining moment the only good thing he had going for him and in the end, he couldn't protect Pojita, and Pojita had to give his life to save Denji, which makes Denji feel terrible because even his best friend just wanted him to live his best life and that really touched me, because I also want people that I love to just live their best life.
1: Yeah, I respect your choice, but, like, you know Poach does not dead dead.
0: He lives on in Henji's heart.
2: Yeah, but it's still sad. I mean, seeing... Poach Poachy's literally in him. Yeah, but it's still so. sad. It's he still is sad.
0: No, he is, uh, he is, uh, he is, uh... You can go sit
2: too. down now. Listen, you, you, you can be upset that I think that the lolly deserved it, but... L O L. All right,
1: we're we're down to it, boys. We got two more before best and worst.
0: So let's talk about our biggest jump the sharks moment. I'll start. Oh, I'll okay, start. we can start. Uh, what? When did the sh- When? What, what was the moment where a show just lost all credibility for you? Uh,
2: second one of uh, <laughs> Lucifer and the Midhammer, Studio Nas. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I appreciate is that your Oh, Yeah, it's all of it. The whole <laughs>
1: show. Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. What the fuck happened?
0: Okay, <laughs> right, Spencer, go first. Put the okay. timer on for Spencer.
2: Okay, yeah, so this is actually going to be real simple because, uh, so I watched the first episode, and my second one, I'm like, yo, this is really bad. And then I remembered how Matt and Shane had been saying that, like, this is done by the. The manga who did uh, Planet with. with, and how this is going to be the best thing. It's going to be hyped. It's going to win awards, maybe best of the year contender. And then I watched it, and then we saw the PVs, which we were like, okay, maybe that's a. Maybe that's an isolated incident. And then the show came out, and everything is bad. The OP is bad. The ED is bad. The animation's bad. The character framing is bad. The cinematography is bad. Writing's bad. Directing's bad. Well, okay,
1: I will say, sorry to interrupt your time, but the the writing's the only salvageable thing because it's from the manga. And (laughs) it's written by him himself.
2: Yeah, but Jump the Shark, this thing went out Mm -hmm. of a golden tunnel directly into the shark's mouth. It did not last a second. I went frame one.
4: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Matt and I both know.
1: Because we've read the manga. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer fucking whips. So when they announced that there was going to be an adaptation we were really, really fucking excited. Especially coming off the heels of Planet With, Which wasn't the best, mind you. But still fucking ruled. And then the PVs came out and all of our hopes and dreams were horribly, horrifically, brutally crushed. And unfortunately, it was not remedied in the show because the show is the same way. And it's really sad because this story is so unique and out there and crazy. I feel like it deserves a top-tier adaptation. Honestly, they should have just gotten the Planet With team to do this. Yeah. And it would have been leagues better, but they didn't. They went cheapo, and it ruined everything, all the hope.
0: All the hype. Studio Naz. Fucking hell, man. Um, yeah, Josh. Run to girlfriend. You don't really have to
1: say anything about that, do you? Nope.
0: Just jump the shark. Okay, Matt, what's your... Jump the shark. The entire second half of Platinum End. Oh, boy. Don't you love it when a show kills off its main antagonist <laughs> halfway through its show? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it has to spend the rest of the show doing nothing while debating the existence of a god that you know exists because that's the whole premise of the fucking show um and uh with animation that increasingly looks like ass um characters that are increasingly unlikable and then ends with a with the suicidal teenager becoming god and then realizing that being god sucks so he kills himself and the world ends yep it's still crazy. Out of care, out ends. of context, that sounds hilarious. And it kind imagine of imagine if God was an angsty kid well, yeah, who then,
2: offed himself. But then the show plays itself so serious. It's it's like <laughs> the Book of Henry, Or it's like... <laughs> the Book
0: of Henry. Of Henry. you can stop the
1: time. I forgot done. that movie existed for a minute. Actually, I, how can you forget that that Blue movie Radio existed? DVD, I, like I know he dies of cancer, and, and then, then he it, wants his mom like, to
2: kill the police. He chief. dies of cancer, like. 25 minutes. Yeah, really it's big. really
1: early. Anyway, we uh, have we only got one more left. We have
0: one more award left. Wow, this is crazy that this has stayed till the end. And it yeah. is best action series, our final genre award. Are you starting, Shane? Roof piece. It's not my pick. Roof piece. Fuck, that's okay. You can appreciate it. it okay. This piece. was almost my pick. Yeah, I hey, almost, hey, I hey, almost hey. went with roof piece. I'll, I'll appreciate it. Mine either, okay, appreciate it. Shane. So roof piece roof piece roof piece thank you thank you
1: talk about thank roof you. piece so third verse same as the first because ever since Wano was started One Piece has consistently year after year won my award for best action series because have you fucking seen Wano do you have do you have eyeballs do you have do you have visual receptors it's frankly insane that to this day this show is a weekly long runner and it has been this way for twenty plus years, and yet they are producing shit of this caliber. Yep. Yeah. I don't have to say anything else. Roof Piece took Best Fight Scene for two of these guys. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. And one of these
2: guys doesn't even watch the
1: show. Yeah, it's crazy. So like, mm-hmm. Roof Piece is just an anomaly in One Piece anyway, because Roof Piece itself is just so fucking good. So the fact that it happened this year, man. And then I love. How and you're then Gear roof. Gear Five is next year. So I, like I love how you calling it well, roof piece. Yeah, say, would
2: you like to explain to the audience why you're calling it roof piece? They are on a roof,
1: roof. Roof piece is the section of the story in Wano where they're on a roof. They go the, They go to the roof of Kaido's castle and they fight Kaido. That's but the, that's all it is. That's all it is. And I. You know, I just realized that it'll probably win next year too because there's all the fights gear five. yeah. There's Gear Five. There's all the fights that happen in between. There's the um, There's Queen versus Sanji, Zoro versus the King. Robin
0: fight, right? No, Was... the Robin fight just happened. Oh yeah. Oh, it did. I need it to watch just it. happened, isn't it? Okay. Is it good? Yes. Oh, I need to watch it then. All right. Um. All right, Josh. Best action show. It's got to be Chainsaw Man, right? What is it, dude? Is it Demon Slayer? It's Demon
1: Slayer. Oh, Demon Slayer. Ah, good, fair, fair, fair. Listen,
3: I'm being basic here. But fuck, man. Demon Slayer. Just I mean, whips.
1: I don't think it's any more basic than Chainsaw Man.
3: Dude, Demon Slayer just fucking whips. Yeah. Right.
1: Okay? It's so good. Spencer,
2: it's is yours so Chainsaw Man? No, I want Matt to go. Uh, I want to end this discussion, personally.
0: Okay. My best action show goes to... I'm shocked that you didn't go with this, Shane. Uh, especially after... Uh, an ep- the, Especially after... That one episode where the Soul Society fucking burns down. It goes to that bleach thousand year blood war, aka the ex the except aka the second highest rated show on MAL. Yep. Um, and it is one of the best animated uh, shonen jump shows, jump shows I've ever seen. Uh, they have pulled out all the stops for this. They know how hyped this was, and they did not disappoint. Yep. In fact. I will say a controversial opinion. I think that they're doing the arc better than the manga did. Yeah, <laughs> it the paneling and the lay the the storyboarding is more interesting than the play- pay- layout panels in the manga at this point. Uh, the animation is consistently stellar. Uh, even is uh, stellar. the The way that they're 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 pacing the fights is fantastic. They're adapting like six chapters an episode, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels like that it's perfect. It's wonderfully paced. Yeah. The act. Literally the season has also been like nothing but action too. Yeah. Because no- you got you, you got five seconds. It's bleach. It's bleach. Bleach is like my favorite action show. Yeah. So. You
1: got you got shit like the uh I'm having a brain fart, give me a second. You're having stuff like the Biakia fight, you're having stuff like fucking Yamamoto versus you watch which,
0: which is holy fuck, that might be the, that might be the most visually stunning fight i've ever seen you've version.
1: got this shit that's going on right now with Kenpachi versus
0: Unohana i will not spoil that for anyone who doesn't know it, cuz it's a, it's one of the, my favorite plot twists in all of okay. anime and manga it is such a great twist um uh you got Ichigo getting fucking destroyed Three, two twice in a, in a season yeah uh, what are they called again the quince the the people uh, they're called the Vanderreich. that's it um, the I do like how this season it's been nine episodes so far I think that the tents came out today the tents came out today and it's literally just the soul society gets fucked for an entire season yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's
1: it's so great yeah. um, this put more dub episodes on Disney Plus channel challenge yes Spencer
2: yes Okay, so I will probably need the full minute 30 for this. Just because there's a bit of context to go into it. One minute 30. Yep. Go. So, so, this is a show that only I've seen. However, I've told Matt and Shane to watch it numerous times. Um, this is a show that means a lot to me because of history and and, and nostalgia. So, my best action series was P. I. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. So... People who know me know that I rave about Toku. I love Tokusatsu, I love the old Godzilla, I love the old Gamera, I love the old um, Super Sentai, uh, Ultraman, Hyper Agent, uh, which is Gridman, and Kamen Rider. Kamen Rider is one of my favorite shows ever made, uh, just series-wise. I love Kamen Rider. So this is exactly what Kamen Rider is, but as an anime. Um, you can go into it. You need a a little bit of background knowledge, but but not a, enough that I'd say it's unwatchable by people who who haven't watched *Common Rider, which is based off of. But when they first henshin, when they first transform, and it plays the original music from from that Rider series, and and all the sound effects are the same, it just it it awakens something inside of me that I'm like. Nothing make nothing feels like a good Toku, you know. Like, like, we'll take Gridman, SSS Gridman, and SSS Dynasmon, both different types of toku. Nothing beats that feeling, that, like, big rubber suit punch feeling. And it's just, it's epic, and I loved every second of it, and you two need to watch it.
1: I mean, I did watch a few episodes of it. Yeah, but you need to continue. Yes. Alright, it's the big
0: boys. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna,
1: we're getting rid of the timer now, because we're down to the
0: The final two. Alright, the big boys. We're starting with Worst... Because we yeah. want to end on a high note. So let's start with Worsts. Shane, do you want to go first? Yes. Because I've talked about this show uh, several times what, already. What is your Worst? It's,
1: I think it's pretty obvious. If you know me, it's Rusted Armors. This is also my... Daybreak wor- or whatever
0: the yeah, fuck this is 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 what's Yeah, called. this is also my Worst of the Year. Uh, this is just X Arm Part 2. Ah, uh, It is... Abysmal. It, I, I, this is no. This this is not even like enjoyably bad. Like no, excellent. It's this is shockingly boring. It's got nothing going for it's, it. It's the most mundane
1: bullshit. bullshit. It and looks it, ugly. It, yeah, it doesn't help that it looks atrocious. Stink, tiny little smidge better than X Arm, but that's like. That's like copying your uh, homework off of the kid who didn't do it. Yeah. uh, It's like no effort. Yeah. And it's just so boring. They try to make uh, the world seem like populated and alive and interesting, but everything falls flat because, like I said before, the writing is dog shit. And no interesting characters, no interesting plot lines, no interesting powers. It's all just fluff. And I sat through all of X Arm because at least it had comedic value in its awfulness. This doesn't even have that going for it, which honestly I think
0: makes it worse than X Arm. But that's just me. I sat through that whole thing. Yeah, it's 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 bad. I, I this is this is like the perfect perf- example of a bad show. I just hate. Which is ungodly boring. It is so boring. And unlike at least with X there was like a charm in how like bad this was. It was kinda like I, I every week I was so excited to yeah. see how what how could they fuck up this week. It, it had it had like first student film energy to it, which
1: yeah, it's usually
0: bad, but there's this weird
1: like Endearing factor to it.
0: So I was watching every week, like hee, what, how, how bad will it be this week? And it was, it, and when it was abysmal, I was like, ooh I can talk about it. I'm so excited. I, I like this was abysmal, awful. I hate, I love, I hated this. It was ah, but um, th- this is just really bad. Like this is, this is, do not bother with watching Rusted Armors. It is not worth it. Don't bother with this, Spencer. Mm-hmm. What's your worst, worst of, of the, the year?
2: Uh, Peter Grill and the Philosopher's Assault. Uh, sex jokes are funny. Studio 7. People like this show. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Mm. Thank you. You're doing God's work. I'm doing God's work because I watch it. And... <coughs> and even... This is... So, we all know that I watch bad shows. Yes. That You're kind of that guy. I'm kind of that guy that watches the bad anime. The anime that everybody knows is bad... <laughs> the tesla notes the x-arms the rusted armors the dimension high schools the, of the world the, the redo, redo of he- redo healer the peter grill <laughs> and the philosopher's salt the peter grill and the philosopher's assault sex jokes are funny because um, it's super extra or sex for short by the way that that's the whole point of the second season um the show's bad um, We've said everything there is to say about it. Yeah, but I'm, re- I'm, I'm going to say more. I'm,
3: it's bad. It's garbage. Spencer, go off.
2: No, uh, yeah, because I'm going to say more. Because you know what? I, I haven't had a real good pop-off in a while. Um, mo- mo- mostly because I've just been tired doing these uh, doing, doing these uh, episodes. Not that they're not fun, but just that they usually ha- are done later now. So I don't have that, that early morning anger. But um, this show is genuinely terrible. Do you just wake up angry yes. at the world? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I slowly cool down as the day goes on, and, and I realize as much as I hate the world, could be worse. It could be Peter Grill and his harem of rapists. <laughs> um, the show's bad. Uh, even at ten minutes, it feels like it drags. Um, even with an op that I listen to it, and I go, eh, "It's not bad." It, it, the op itself is actually pretty good. G- genuinely, it's not terrible. Like. And that's what makes it bad. Because how dare you have an OP that I can't also hate. (laughs) Because the show makes me feel gross, but in a different way to, like, Redo of Healer. Because Redo of Healer made me feel like I was going to be put on, like, some sort of government watch list. Yep. And Peter Grill uh, just makes me feel gross. Just, like, slimy. Because it's like, man, I'm actually watching this happen. Not that it's not you know, bad as Redo of Healer, but it's nowhere near as genuinely graphic and disturbing as Redo of Healer. Uh, show's garbage. Josh, Josh,
0: what's your worst of the worst year? Worst
2: of the year?
1: Is
3: it Rent-A-Girlfriend? Is it
1: Rent-A-Girlfriend? Do you guys have to ask? Okay. It's Rent-A-Girlfriend. It
3: is Rent-A-Girlfriend. I have literally said everything there is to say about that. I'm not gonna waste anyone's time. It's Rent-A-Girlfriend. Don't watch it. Please.
1: This is it, boys.
2: This is it. The, 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 t-
0: the tippy top, the prestigious award. Anime of the year. What is your anime of the year? Josh, we'll start with you. Because I I, I kind of know what you're probably going to go with. You too? I have
1: no
3: idea.
0: What is your anime of the year? So,
3: I pondered. I sat. I pondered. There's a lot of good stuff out of this year. From spring... Or not even spring, winter. Winter. With Dress Up My darling. Fucking Demon Slayer. We had spring with Spy Family. Amazing. We had summer with Call of the Night. With amazing shows. With fall, with Chainsaw Man, with Mob Psycho, with fucking more Spy Family. However, you know what? Summer was a pretty good season. Call of the Night. For me,
1: thank is you it? for being here.
2: Is it yours? No, no. But, but it's it, it, it was up there. Thank you for you know being what? here. As, as as much as I disliked Nazna at the start, she kind of grew on me. So I, I love Nazna. I love Nazna.
3: We have said everything there is to say about Call of the Night. It is simply spectacular. It's I similar. was the first one. Yeah. To start getting hype for it, way back when it got announced, I think in December, because the artist, or the manga cut did uh, Degashikashi, which was very good. I still need to watch that. Yes, you do. And then I saw Call of the Night, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. And I watched it. I ranted to you guys. I was like, holy fuck, you need to watch it.
1: I waited for the dub specifically for Nasna's sexy fucking English voice.
3: I am still a fan of the sub for um Koga. Or not Awe Koga. who voices her, um It's the same voice actors for Cosmicuria. Ka- no, for Aqua, but it's It's so good. It does a, it's it does everything right. It is vibes of the anime. And God knows we need vibes right now. Spencer.
2: My man. Yes.
3: What's your pick for anime so of
2: the year? So I held my tongue. <laughs> I held my tongue knowing full well I'd have my time to talk about it. (laughs) The floor is yours. Go off, Kane. From studio, we got the new studio. Mappa. Mappa, Chainsaw Man. Your most overrated is my number one anime of the year. That's crazy. And that's because... Respectable. And that's because was I am one- actually completely separated from what made you dislike it. Well, from, not dislike it, from what made you think it's over- overrated. I was completely separated from the anime, from the vocal a- anime m- majority. I don't think that Chainsaw Man is the second coming of anime Christ. It is far from it. However, I love, I binge read Chainsaw Man in two days, mm-hmm. the first part, okay? I love those characters. I love the world that it lives in. I love the fucking weirdo that is Toski Fujimoto, who writes this, who puts his heart and soul in, into this. And when it comes to MAPPA as a studio, they've had bad PR, to say it nicely. Um, however, this is actually my chance to talk about what they've done right with Chainsaw Man. Um... So when Chainsaw Man was announced, MAPPA announced that they were making a new studio. Okay, and they it we got the meme pictures of like of like look at this. It's an all glass building with all these open open spaces and say like that. But MAPPA now has the third highest wages of any studio. Your starting wages are higher than ninety percent of, of the studios in the the industry. They're still not you know great, but unfortunately, anime wages and is going to be is a Japanese issue. We, being Canadians, cannot fix that. But they've made that choice. Secondly, seeing these characters get brought to life in both English and Japanese, and having both of those voice casts be pitch-perfect, so incredible. It fills me with joy. Is it partially nostalgia, because I find Chainsaw Man to be a genuinely weirdly uplifting tale, hidden in all of Fujimoto's depression and anxiety and hatred for the world around him are these sparks of hope these like seeds of 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 genuine passion for something that when this was announced and I saw okay Ken you know people that don't work for uh, Kai San are doing it you know all these names came together and then they went oh we're doing 12 distinct EDs i'm like okay chainsaw man is getting you know the the all star treatment and then I watched the first episode, and I'm like, this is above and beyond what I expected. Is this show a 10 out of 10? Hard to say. I don't think so personally, and I would probably be assume that you as well would not think it's a 10 out of 10. High 9, maybe. you know, maybe. high 9 to maybe a 10 at the end, depending on how, on how on how they do it, especially with the second half. But Chainsaw Man is just, it means a lot to me. These characters mean a lot to me. Kobeni is so relatable because she is the the every woman, the every man. The person who didn't even want this job. And Denji is relatable just because he's... It's not just that LOL horny man want to touch Boo Boo. Um, It's that he just wants to be loved and respected and find a family. And the relationship between him and Aki is, is incredible. And the relationship between him and Power only gets better and better as the series goes on. So, as much as the vocal people that thought this was the second coming of Anime Christ, which I disagree with, can kind of sour the taste for people, outside of that, completely isolated, I just can't help but think of anything other than Chainsaw Man.
0: Mm. Shane? What's your anime of the year? I think we already all know You what don't have to ask. Is you it a mob sweep? One and
1: only one, baby. It's the Mob Sweep. My pick for Anime of the Year. Mob Psycho 100 Season 3. Second verse. Same as the first. I guess at this point it's third verse. Third verse. But we weren't doing this in 2016. So. Um, Like, what else do I have to say about Mob Psycho that I haven't already said? I gave it... Awards for Best Animation, Best Male Character, Best OP, Best Directing, Best Writing, it is, Best the Drama. The
0: sweep. I mob sweep. Clean sweep.
1: Best fucking plot twist. It's mob sweep, baby. Literally a like, clean sweep. Mob is always the best show whenever it airs, and this season is no exception. Honestly, doing it better than I think they ever have, which is fitting seeing as how it's the final season and... Much like when Golden Kamui leaves, I enter a deep depression because one of my favorite things is gone. Mob's not coming back this time. Yeah. And that means that when this season ends, it's going to be a very bittersweet moment for me because I absolutely love season one. It was one of the first shows we ever covered on the podcast. Season two was my anime of the year for 2019 and cemented mob in my top five of all time. Depending on how this season ends, and I trust one, I trust the team of bones, it's gonna be a banger. This might move into top three territory for me. Mm -hmm. And that's exciting for me because the longer mob goes on, the more time I spend with it the more time i spend with its characters, more time i spend in its world, more time i spend appreciating the messages it's conveying to its audience, how you are allowed to be who you want to be, one and only one, there is no one else like you, so embrace that. It's just it fills me with a joy that i have never felt before in my life. Mm-hmm. Even as of yesterday, watching episode 9 and 10, because I fell behind on them, I literally felt this feeling rise up in my chest. Like, Mob makes me feel the way nothing else has ever made me feel. And if I don't give it anime of the year for that alone, there's something actually wrong with me. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't help that the show is actually peak fiction on top of that. So, uh,
0: okay...
3: I um, think we know what Matt's choice is. It, it's mm, I don't know about that. It it's, was
0: it's a toss up. It was hard. Uh, it was hard because it was between two shows, and mainly it was mainly between two shows between a all timer, one of my personal favorites, and the underdog, and I was unsure. I actually molded this over for for weeks. It was the hardest one for me. I could not, for the life of me, figure out which one it was going to be. So I had, I I basically every week I had to basically weigh my decision because these were airing at the the same time, and I had to pretty much weigh my options. Which like which one would I look forward to more every week? Which one would I was like impressed me more every week? Which one? lived in my head rent-free most every week. And eventually, it got to a point around... And it, it got increasingly harder because every week it was just like, damn, the both of these shows were putting out their best stuff as time went on. But I had to go with my gut and go with the show that came out of nowhere, the little show that could... And I didn't even know this was airing until it premiered, and that's my anime of the year is Bochy the Rock. Yep. I, I it, I... Understandable. Thank you. Understandable. I, Understandable. I, it's, it, it no, I, I don't think I've seen a show as creative, as wildly ambitious as Bochi in quite a while. Uh... Uh, quite a while. Obviously Mob is ambitious in a lot of ways, but to see But it, third first same as the Bob's done it before. If Mob's done this before and albeit doing the best it ever did in a very close runner up position. It's right behind this. But man, mm-hmm. I think the I think what what really gave it to me was the fact that I found out that Bochi was based on a four coma. That's what really puts think, it over the edge. I think there is a love and care to Bochi that is I've never seen before in this kind of material, and I remember talking with somebody who's been like a, like a someone who watched K on as it aired, and he said that the feeling I'm getting watching Bochi is how a lot of people felt about K on when that was first airing. Yep, and I'm I think I get it now, I get it and. Bochi, and it, it helps that Bochi, it's funny, it's got great characters, the animations the crest, is, and directing and writing across the board are excellent, but it's also got a strong, dramatic, and emotional heft that you're not expecting it does, and it's smart, it's, an, it's, it, it, it it's, it's, it's not, it doesn't treat you like an idiot, um, and I think what and the music is fantastic it's got it's just so well polished and well done across the board and I'm and I'm sincere and I'm happy that the anime community has really rallied behind it uh I not since Odd Taxi have I seen a show go up so high on Mal it was at a 7.9 when it started it's now above Chainsaw Man oh thank god it just beat Chainsaw Man fuck yeah let's go and i'm so happy I, I think that it deserves it the fact that it is so high um it's like odd taxi where it that started around the same and now it's like at an 8.8 and deserves every little bit of love that it's gotten and i think that bocci is the same i think Bochi is gonna go down as like a modern classic i think it's very easily gonna go down as such and i'm hoping it gets another season um Um and if it doesn't, well these twelve episodes have been an absolute delight and I cannot wait to just I can't wait to watch it again. It's infinitely rewatchable shit right there. Crazy
1: crazy how we have two all time modern classics airing at the same fucking time.
0: Yeah. Crazy. It's absolutely insane. You know what else is crazy? The fact that we were under four hours. Three
1: sixteen boys. The
0: fact that we are under three
1: that's yeah. That's shorter than the hundredth episode. That is
0: shorter Jesus. than the 100th episode. Because the
1: 100th episode was pushing four hours.
0: Yeah, uh, that's also crazy. And I'm hoping that 2023 can be an even crazier good year for anime. Uh, but we won't know
2: until the new year. I mean, this is my 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 big-brained choice. So we don't know Bungo's coming out. Bungo's coming out <sighs> next season. Next season? That's going to win fight Scene. Are you going yeah, to... We, are we going
0: to call... It, it, obviously, Anime of the Year is... Next year is clearly going to... Is it wrong the pick up girls on a dungeon? No, I can't. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: yeah. Danmachi for... Danmachi
0: 4? 5? Danmachi 4 Part 2.
2: and once <sighs> a, That's the official name. And once again, as always, I would like to thank Matt and Shane for allowing me, and probably right. Pernod as well. Same thanks. Um... For being on the podcast, you know it's always fun getting to, to hang out and talk about animes and open your eyes to a lot of animes that we might never see. Also, big thanks specifically from me for once again putting up with my insane chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, one of these years
1: backfired on you real bad this year. Yeah, one of these years is going to go. It's going to go. It's going to go, go your way. My way, it's gonna away, but not this year. All
2: right. Well.
3: Um,
0: I think we're done here. We
3: yeah. know what's going to win Anime of the Year next year anyways. It's going to be fucking Mushoko Tensei. If that even... Hit, if that... If it's well, scheduled I mean, for it, 2023,
0: Matt. I've always given Anime of the Year to... I've, I usually give it to like a smaller show. Mushoko Tensei. Like anime. I have. It's going to be... I'm saying this right now.
2: Mushoko Tensei. So it's locked in, boys and girls. It's locked yep. in. If, if he doesn't give it to <laughs> Mushoko Tensei, we can murder him We live kill on the him. Right off <laughs> live on the yep. podcast. I will accept
1: that fate. Got yeah. him... Like a spew feet. his intestines across the uh, room. Isn't that no.
0: And with that, I'm your host Matt, <sighs> aka Legion X. You can find me on Twitter at LegionRex, as well as on YouTube at Legion and also Twitch once in a blue moon. You can also I have my co-host Shane, aka the Bearded One. You can find him on Twitter at Bearded Gaming Network as well as on YouTube, uh, the same name where he posts podcasts, let's plays, gameplay videos, unboxings, a bunch of other stuff. You can also find him on Twitch at Bearded Gaming Network where he streams every Monday, Wednesday. And Friday at seven to ten. This is going up a little late, just due to complications. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and but, uh, as this episode goes live, he should be. This episode goes live. This episode goes live, and the day tomorrow on Wednesday, he should be streaming once again. He will be playing all a, night DLC, I believe. Yeah.
1: Um. Turns out, Grim Troop was like an hour of content, so it was real quick. Oh, so now you, I'm doing Godmaster which actually seems more involved so because you, I have to track down
0: bosses. I have to kill. So you yet. might. So you might be done Hollow Knight faster than I you. will probably be done by the end of the year. Maybe because there's three more Hollow Knight streams currently scheduled. So All we'll right. see. We'll see. All right, but um, but yeah, you can also find him there with me. I have my co-host Spencer. You can find him on Twitter at Barry Bird with two e's. You can do that in person. And it's more synced. Yeah, and yeah He likes Eddie. likes a lot of cosplay pitches and also chip posts and chip posts. And
2: and on the official fan page, fan page for the Cincinnati
0: Bengals. Bengals, uh, you back, back. Oh, you're Bengals. back to it. I'm back to it. You're back back it. Bengals. Okay, to he's win.
2: regressed. We yeah. need to get him help. They're starting to win again. Yeah. So All
0: right. uh they, well, and they'll lose um uh the the uh, and then I also have my coach Josh. Uh, you can find him on on uh. Twitter at Reborn Weeb where he's constantly lurking under Nick's posts. Uh, Fellow horny man. Fellow fellow horny man. Currently playing Magic Tea Gathering. Magic Tea
3: Gathering. Live on... Love
1: how he's slapping those cards on the table next to the mic and it's picking that up. Good. Really love that.
3: Listen to this shuffling. That's actually kind of loud. You gotta do the... You don't do that I'm not doing that to my
0: $500 deck. (laughs) I'll do it. I will be, kill you. I'll do that to your. And he will actually murder dick. you. But yeah, it's been a wo- <laughs> it's been a wonderful time, and we'll yes, see, it has. and uh, we're gonna be taking a little break. We'll be back in the new year with our anniversary episode. what are we covering? Well, I'll give a little hint. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about this series, well, this franchise before, mm-hmm. and it's one and it's a show that I have been really wanting to talk about for a while. And I'm sure Shane is very excited to finally start. So we'll leave that here for anyone who's interested. for anyone who wants to guess. And we'll see you all in the new year. Bye. Bye, idiots.
2: Dr. Disrespect.
0: Yeah, what do you do? No. Exist. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Thank you for listening to The Gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to the Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in and we'll see you next week.